Have I told that story where Donna and I were in a theater and then a trailer starts playing and like a bunch of monkeys were gaining sentience and shit like that and they were getting angry and I was like, what the fuck is this? Rise of the Planet of the Apes or something? And then the fucking trailer says, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and did it happen again the other year? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What is this? War. Don't worry about it. Was Emil yeah. responsible for naming these movies? Maybe. <laughs> that guy's onto something. I was mocking it. What the fuck? It was the actual title. Fuck. Oh, man. I mean, okay. James Franco did disappear from the movies. War looks pretty great. Oh, like, the first scene of the trailer shows uh, monkeys <laughs> clearing a room R6 style with guns. <laughs> I, I am into this. Really? <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. You Monkey know, Rafi, out of context, we could just cut it to War looks really great <laughs> intro music. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to episode 82 <laughs> of the Good Trades Podcast. We in there, Yo. folks. We in there because we're locked at home. I mean, by our own volition. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. because the government says so. Because oh, they don't know what people. to do. Uh, yeah, man. Did, yep. Did you see that thing where they tried to erect a concrete wall to stop <laughs> the COVID? Erect. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird thing. Build a wall, they say. Did you, did you see them try to put stones back on that fake beach? <laughs> really? What is the uh, trying to fix it again? Yeah, what is the what what is the uh, status what, of that what fake with, beach? I I'm, my mental health is deteriorating by the minute. I gotta know what is what is happening yeah, with this. It's the, gone. It's, it's gone. gone now. That's why we're all depressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone again because nature says, "Yo, that's dumb." Oh man, what is with bad governments and walls, huh? Money. That's yeah, that's why. That's how the apes won. Yes, truly, we are. <laughs> we are the banana republic. Our limited resource is intelligence in the government. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> why? Why? Also in real life. Why are we back here? Why? Why has it gotten worse than it ever was? I hate it, dude. <laughs> I hate it's, it. It's the anniversary of our quarantine. Therefore, oh, we're celebrating with more quarantine. Oh, <laughs> <That's true>. oh. <laughs> new game yeah, dude, plus. It's been a year. I see. That makes sense to me. <laughs> this is. Mm-hmm. This Pass is. It around. Uh, what's that? <laughs> There's plenty for everyone. <laughs> Worst timeline. The darkest oh, timeline. It's true. We were getting. I mean, we do better. all have facial hair except for Emil. I grew. So we're getting there. I actually I actually grew up mine because nice. it's an anniversary. So you know, <laughs> celebrating it. Might as well bring it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, it's like you knew. Yep. You were expecting we're in, uh, it because God. it's not that hard. We're officially on Route B, so maybe we could use hacking <laughs> abilities this year. Again. <laughs> we could probably see uh, crimson children floating around in the background. Oh, God. Hopefully it's easier, right? Because that's how Route B was. Oh, yeah, that yep. is true. I don't like this hopefully, one, though, because I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's for someone. All that's right, gang. Someone. Let me introduce the, the crazy minds behind this show. Born from dead shows, 
I'm your host with the mostest Cybertronian toastest, Migoy, the king of me's. Woo! Yes, yes, it is I. That's the Optimus Prime. You saw that. You saw the, the meteor. Mm-hmm. I mean, the. You saw the mm-hmm. Autobots landing in the yep, sky, yep. right? They did yep. the sure. Genshin Impact for it. wish. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope it's a five yeah, star. They got all five stars. Good for them. Five star them Optimus all. Prime. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, five star Optimus Prime. The man who said that big old lie. Is Emilio with the Delio? How you going, what? man? Doing what? What? What is up? I am. I am. I am drinking the booze today. It we is the in. Suntory Horoyoi Grape, three percent. Nice, <laughs> fitting for the newest operator in the building. Yep. Good job. Mm. And directly <clears throat> below him on the live stream camera feeds is the big old handy chef himself, mm. the Cheese Factory. Mm. Oh, it's gooey. You know it's gooey. <laughs> you know cheese is gooey. Artist man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? So strong he can lift a microwave. Yeah, that's how got powerful some rock, he is. I have, I have that rock solid foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so rock good. solid foundation. That's four suction cups. Cheesy chips mm-hmm. enters the is stadium. It four? I thought it was just the one. I think one, yeah, 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 yeah. one big one yeah. all, all over the base. I like this idea of when Cheesy <laughs> Chimps Chimps enters the stadium and everyone just goes this, like the handy chef. <laughs> like they're cranking oh, the yeah. rock. That's the fucking head. No, they, gotta, they gotta do the other action where they're holding the blade in place to remove it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you know, right? Counterclockwise. <laughs> Stainless steel. Oh Dude. I swear the handy chef is like the Megazord toy I never owned. Oh, it's dude. the one part You're of my right. childhood I wish I could buy. <laughs> and last but not least, he's big oh. and he's bad to the bone. Oh. It's the man who's about to get another year older, another oh, year wiser, God. but still equally and powerfully bald. Is Rafi Graffiti. Powerfully bald is, is a very strong adjective for me. <laughs> Powerfully bald. Hey, hey everyone, please call me Nines. Oh, are you a boy? <laughs> I'm a boy. <laughs> you won't like me. Look at All these right. shorts. I'm not a boy, ma'am. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited for the... For the remake of the old game where none of those parts are in there. There's no androids in the original game. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? It's throwing Spoilers. so many people off. Yeah, the original Nier is... Oh, the yeah, remake yeah. is set for April, I believe. April. And yeah. I got some I got some people in my friend list going, Yo, I can't wait for the remake of Nier. I can't wait to see all the androids. Yeah. Like, oh. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh. Sure. sure. Yeah. And they're like, yo, Kaine's so hot. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, yeah, sure. she is. Still. Yeah, she's super but hot. Yeah, she's lie. super hot. She's super hot, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait for grandma destruction. Let's dude. go. Alright, so on the show, we talk about stories. They deal the damage, both physically, mentally, emotionally. We got some handy chef jokes here and there because that's that's what molded us to become mm-hmm. the people we are I am today. So, I'm so happy uh, that this dream happened. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy you all know handy chef. Like 
every you other would, kid yeah, who sure. I talked to about <laughs> Handy Chef probably wouldn't know. Like it's just crazy you that would. all four of you, my closest friends, know about Handy Chef. <laughs> I fucking swear, like, I, like as a kid, I had watched it millions of times. But whenever the Handy Chef came back on the TV, you sit down oh, yeah. and you watch that whole oh, thing. Yeah. You watch mm-hmm. everything, right? The entire you watch thing. everything again. And love it yeah. every single time. Jesus, you, you know that Remember. you know that rock, uh, the rules of rock, where you never walk out of a room when Queen is playing. That's me with Handy yeah, Chef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> You don't change the channel. Hey, you know. You don't walk away. Sit down, you. Yep. <laughs> Is each blade like each member of Queen? <laughs> the, yeah, 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 the riser, yeah. the masher. <laughs> okay. You won't get, you oh won't get um, cut by it, too. Because all the blades are inside. <laughs> are inside, yeah. yeah. I was mm-hmm. always curious about that. Like, my child brain was like, how does it work? How does it come with no blades? <laughs> and then I eventually figured out because I looked at a cheese grater and like, ah, oh, it's oh, on right. the other side. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the, I got uh, there. I got there eventually. Other primitive tools have already done this. <laughs> Handy Chef just does it with style. I mean, yeah, if, if you look at a knife, that other side isn't sharp at all. So <laughs> that is true. true? <laughs> if it was, it would be called a sword, right? Yes, that's how that, that's how swords work. <laughs> All right, that's enough okay. pre-show damage. All right, talking about our favorite Megazord, the Handy Chef. We love you to bits. I hope somebody makes a new version just so we can have one. Yeah, yeah, we need the Handy Chef too, especially in these trying times of twenty. Yeah, Handy Chef remastered. I need to cook. I need to cook carrot. I need to slice carrots in three different ways. <laughs> yeah, zero effort, man. <laughs> God, I thought Dude. we were done with damage. <laughs> the no, damage, damage never stops. All right. Yep. All right. To the real meat <clears throat> and steamed potatoes of the show. We're going to talk about our weeks, the media we consume, the games we play, the shows we've watched, the, the donuts that we've eaten, anything mm. under the sun, indoors and safe away from people. Who would mm-hmm. like to start off? Hmm. People actually have food on this show, too, which is amazing. As long yeah, as you yeah, don't yeah, make yeah. no mouth sounds. <laughs> Who wants to start? Who wants to start? God, Rafi, Ban, where's the wife? Wife? Oh my god. Denise, <laughs> help! He's guess, doing it. He's I guess Rafi's starting. Tongue. I guess Rafi's Oh boy, <laughs> all right. <laughs> threw that on yourself. Yep. That's, the tongue has been summoned. Yep, that's mm-hmm. straight out of class when you make the... You make the big jokes <laughs> while the teacher is there. You get to recite first, bud. <laughs> Mr. Lainess. Yep. Mr. Lainess. What are you doing with your tongue? Pangit ng buhok mo. Pangit ng buhok mo. Pakalbo mo na Oh, no. Is that the no, oral story? Back then oh, wait, wait, wait. Rafi, did you mm. ever get like called out for having too long hair back in school? Nah. Nah. That was never a problem for you. That was never a you. problem. Oh. Like, it even... Mm. Back then, I'd rock the barber's cut, and like it never looked right. Always, yeah, always. It never and like you, you never missed like a mm. week where it grew out, and then your your teacher measures your bangs like oh look pasa no, you know Past Rafi your, your eyebrows. You know Rafi, I've seen you with hair. I've mm-hmm. seen the pictures, but my mind refuses to accept it. So when yeah, I that's imagine not real. you in high school or as a child, <laughs> it's just your face. It's just your face with your bald head, but smaller, on a smaller body. It's Rafi complete with facial hair, but he's in a child body. Oh, no. In a child body. He says, unga bunga. Unga bunga. Unga bunga. Unga bunga. 
I've, I don't know. I've never been one of those dudes. Like, my dad has always been on top of my hair all that time. Like, so I'd never be one of the, the dudes who get uh, measured with the hair. And they do this. Like, they pull your sideburns, right? Yeah. 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 yeah like, nah, and now your hair me. is not on top of anything. You can pull I'll any sideburn here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you try pulling this hair, bud. You'll get a razor burn. Um, we'll never man. get him now. So how's, <laughs> so how's your week been, my man? Oh, man. I don't remember. This week has been... These two weeks have been like a blur to me. But I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah there's something I about these two weeks. The biggest, I think the biggest thing that happened during these two weeks, though, is uh, a thing that occurred, a phenomenon, if you will, that had descended okay. upon us from... Uh, the people who really wanted to see a good Justice League movie, <laughs> and they got it. It's the Snyder Cut. It. You know it. You you know it. It's real. I know it. They released mm-hmm. the Snyder Cut. So it was, it was so true. everyone here has watched the Snyder Cut except for me. Is yep. that right? Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Damn. Like I just haven't found four hours to devote to this thing. <laughs> you know. Um. If it helps, uh, you can do it in chapters. Like yeah. since it's really? not a whole four-hour yeah. movie, uh, it's separated into different chapters. Like the first one, like there's little literal title cards in between the chapters. Oh. So this mm. one is this one is this one, and then this one uh, something something Batman. This one something something blah blah blah. Yeah, it's like um, each character gets a chapter for them. Yeah, wow. and interesting. Who would have thought that if you added two more hours to a movie? It'd fill up all the lore. It'd be a better experience, huh? So, uh, yeah. So, do we talk about Snyder Cut? Would you think how is how is? Uh... I mean, here I've watched the original. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. enough to be spoiler safe? Yeah, yeah I, I think we can dance around the differences. Like we don't go into specific details. And to be honest, mm-hmm. if Emil were to watch it now, given that the original was like what two, three years old. Mm. Yeah, he probably wouldn't remember everything one to one. Maybe a scene or two, like oh, Mm. this one was shorter. This one is more intense. Blah blah blah. So Mm. I think it's it's okay. And um, yeah, I think the big question for people is like, is it good? I'd say it it actually is. Yeah, it fixed a lot of things. The easiest one for me is it's, uh, it's definitely better than the original. That's the only thing I know about the Snyder Cut, courtesy of Mr. Cheesy Chimps over here, is that mm-hmm. hot dogs are important somehow. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one hot yep. dog. That's the one, those, hot those dog. are one of the extra scenes of the movie where, where <laughs> a yoinking of hot dogs were, uh, were featured. <laughs> Prioritized before saving a life. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird thing to, to, to see firsthand. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's all glorious. Like we were talking about the scene where Barry was rescuing Iris on mm-hmm. on, on, on an intersection and um it's all slow mo. They did the whole like quick silver thing yeah. but with Zack Snyder's aesthetic and it music. It looked like a music video. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they're all like, oh, look at these religious things that they're doing. Like, there's sim- <laughs> the religious symbolism. And then suddenly, like, there's just one hot dog yoink. And then yep. he pocketed it. He pocketed and I was like, what? What is happening? In and the then middle of hot dog in their pocket. Yeah, exactly. In the I middle think, of I rescuing guess... a life, a human life, this guy prioritizes a hot just, dog. Just one life, too, right? Like, it was a collision yep. between two vehicles and a hot dog yep. stand 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And he never looked at the other guy. He just went to save the lady. The lady. Mm-hmm. But and first he did it pocketed so... a hot dog. Also, he did it so creepily, too. Like, oh, yeah. He did it like he he admired her face first and then kind of brushed her hair like yeah. behind her ear and then went for a, a a position where he's kind of hugging the lady. So I'm, why did... This seems like... Hmm... This seems yep. weird to me. Why did we take this direction with Flash? It seems I don't. Hmm. Why? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That seems mm. kind of weird. That seems was kind of weird. There, there are other things that like that's that in general though. If you think about it, that's um, that scene kind of gave it uh, gave Flash more kind of personality, or like we can see the the morals of flash like or what why we should care about flash as an individual as a human so that's cool that's cool like they add a ton of different stuff like that for every single one of the the characters and they fixed all of the characters except except <laughs> except your boy batman <laughs> the one character the one character i came to watch and see and is really important to me. They didn't fix at all, so I feel like it's, he might have it's... gotten worse. Even <laughs> <laughs> yes, he might have gotten worse because, like, if you remember in OG Justice League, like the theatrical cut, they were trying to pull like pull off a, a pseudo Tony Stark vibe with the little quips. You know, do you talk to yeah. fish, bro? And then oh. he says it again later on the movie. Do you talk to fish, bro? And then. <laughs> nothing like you're just being robert downey but worse so they cut not so they cut all the robert downey stuff and you're just left with batman and apparently there's nothing (laughs) there's nothing to that performance batman is just a guy to quote the wise words of my wife he's just a guy (laughs) he's rich (laughs) he's he's rich and he's just a guy I think from from Batman v Superman, I don't think Batman is fixable at that point. Uh, yeah, in Justice yeah. League because it's just it's it's nothing. Like, how can you fix a Batman that is already terrible to begin with? Uh, here, yeah, here's yeah, my yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't fix him, but you can still make him look cool, and it shouldn't yeah. be that hard because yep. he's Batman. There's so many ideas you can steal from. Like yep. mm-hmm. they they remember when he in in the previous movie this also happened he would mm-hmm. lead the parademons away while the other heroes swoop into the Russian power plant to fight the the horny man mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like so on the comms the he's like man. they're coming and he fucking turns off the lights to the the ship he's in right so he's like oh yep. he's gonna fucking take him out in the dark like in oh, the previous Batman movie going he's gonna Batman no. The parademons show up in the dark room, and guess what happens? Batman brings out his Batmobile and starts <laughs> shooting everyone. Oh, <laughs> so dumb, dude. Right. Like, I don't know if Zack Snyder understands Batman, like the appeal of Batman when it comes to like cosmic level situations like this. Like, as a Bat fan, him jumping into vehicles like the Batmobile and shooting guns and missiles. Actual that, guns, that, too. That does nothing for me. Like, I didn't yeah. come here to see Batman shoot guns. And yeah, take, he, I, needs to, he needs to detective and prep. He, he needs, needs to detective, ninja shit. outsmart, ninja shit, like, uh, kick uh-huh. him in the butt. Like, 
yeah. roundhouse parademons. I don't care if it Not looks dumb. Guns. That's what he'll do. He so, does like one Batman thing. He grapple hooks a parademon. Oh yeah, yeah. goes that through his chest, the... and like that looks like a Batman thing. I'd be down for more of this. It's just but no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also like. I, it's mm. super clear how Snyder doesn't understand how to Batman. Because mm. even in that, we finally get the group shot, right? Where all the heroes mm. jump in and slow-mo. Everyone's doing it. Fucking somehow Aquaman gets to be in it despite zero water being present. <laughs> and Batman is not even there. He's in a Batmobile. <laughs> He's physically <laughs> not there. It's not him jumping out of the Batmobile in a grappling hook or whatever. Mm. That could have been it, right? He ejects, flaps, then you get the group shot. Nah, it's yeah, yeah, the yeah. car. The car Dude, is in the shot. The ejection <laughs> would have been great. Yeah, that could it would have been so easy. It, God, yep, yep. <laughs> I just don't understand. Every time parademons show up, or every time like monsters and creatures come up that seem to be out of Batman's depth, this Batman's uh, response to it is, "I gotta go pilot something." <laughs> or, I gotta or go worse. Yeah. Get a gun. Get a gun. Like, oh, come uh, on. He starts playing Doom. He gets parademon guns and just straight up, not not yeah. even clever shooting. He just walks and shoots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like da, 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 fucking, da, 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 da. like a soldier, yeah. man. <laughs> He's so, just a man. He's just He's a man. He's just a man. God. It's, I'm, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Like, my... <laughs> My kind of like my disappointment in that was <laughs> led to the following week um, of me like because because uh, Denise was also kind of disappointed of like who who is that guy in the bats? <laughs> basically gonna be, she knows Batman, but like j- just going off of that, like you're just seeing a guy in a bat suit hopping that's into vehicles. That's not Batman. <laughs> that's that's super not Batman. So. I I do this whole week after we watch. I I search, uh, I search for movies that um kind of exemplify Batman in that situation. So I, that's what I've been doing. I've been looking at animated movies that are like Justice League versus Parademons or Dark Side and stuff like that. So I can show yeah. examples of of that Batman of human Batman going up against gods and kind of winning. So I, I I'm trying to prove to Denise that. No, he's actually cool. Even though he, he can he, be cool, right? He it's been can done be before. Cool. Yeah, he's more yeah, than yeah, just yeah. a rich dude. Yeah, he's way more. I forget <laughs> he's rich sometimes. To be honest. Um, yeah. So kind of disappointing that that happened to Batman. He's not as stupid as he was in the first one. Where he's like, oh, something's definitely bleeding. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> they, they cut out all the weed and jokes. Yeah. But still, still kind of, kind of nothing. Um, a, a fun thing, though, that I also noticed uh, in the plot is that the, the main deal of the plot is uh, way before, like, centuries ago, Darkseid came to this planet. And this is where he lost the mother boxes in the anti-life equation because they got beaten, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I found it especially funny that they kind of just forgot that this was where they lost the ex- the the anti-life equation what? and the mother boxes because Steppenwolf was like uh, trying to explain to them, "Oh yo, I found the I found the mother boxes here on Earth," and then. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of. Oh, 
oh cool the the the, the like the other guy on the other side was like oh cool yeah, you 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 do that you find them i guess then they do that they they do the whole thing later on in the movie oh the mother boxes are detecting the anti-life equation here and this is the planet where we were defeated sparang no but how did you not did remember you though completely <laughs> Yeah. I think Steppenwolf did, wasn't there, but the other but, ones. Yeah, the and other they, ones. Yeah, how they did, didn't know. Darkseid almost died in this planet. Yeah. Because yep. the de- defeat was so crushing. And he just forgot. You'd think that, <laughs> you'd think that the people under him would take notes. It's like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boss, boss almost got beat here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember? Someone yeah, would have yeah. taken notes, right? I guess they, they, they did kind of like what we do when we have a bad game. Uh, it was, that was just a warm-up. That was just a warm-up. Let's my, <laughs> try to move my past theory was, My theory is it, it was very oh, yeah. long time. It, it, it was a very long time ago, right? So what happened was, oh, we're going back to Earth. Don't tell Darkseid that this is Earth. <laughs> Don't tell that this is where he was beaten long ago. <laughs> Don't get mad. He will just get mad. We'll just tell him once we find the anti-life equation. Oh, <laughs> okay, maybe he okay. did kind yeah. of. Maybe Darkseid kind of hid the truth of like. No, no, not Darkseid. His subordinates. The subordinates. Okay. Darkseid. All right. Like, my what? defense for for the for the plot holes is um, maybe they assume that the mother boxes were destroyed during the kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time they didn't know that the anti-life was there, right? They were just yeah, looking for it. Yep. I think that was it. Okay. All right. So, yeah. But then I'll for them to just test. write off Earth, <laughs> like that part like, is kind of weird. <laughs> if this thing yeah. handed would, my ass to me, I would prepare yeah. for it they next would, time. I would never forget it. They would at least <laughs> put a bookmark yeah. in one of their mothership browsers <laughs> and say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This shit fucked us this up one. before. We'll we gotta go back. back. One day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gotta we, we gotta hit the lab for this planet. We, we gotta lab the earth. Yeah, we gotta lab the earth. <laughs> we we gotta lab the earth matchup. <laughs> How do you yeah, sideboard against Earth? Oh god, that is true. <laughs> oh man. Alright. Um uh, I feel like we're we're doing some spoiler stuff. Uh, so oh, that's I don't know. fine. Uh, there is one scene that kind of is a big spoiler, but you'll hate it. Oh, I hate it. I already know I what you're talking it. about. I hate it. I hate it so much. I I threw my burger wrapper <laughs> at the screen. <laughs> I was eating a burger wrapper, and when the scene happened, I just threw it at the screen, and my my, my wife got mad. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what Why? was it? What was it? Uh, I'll tell you. It's a character. It's a character that appears. Uh, um, so they go into Metropolis and they show uh, Lois Lane being uh, sad that <laughs> Superman dead, and then uh, Martha, uh, Superman's mom, kind of uh, packs up their life in Smallville because they got repossessed or something. Moves into the big city and visits Lois Lane. And they tell this great story and they tie it up and they say, kind of, these two people are the only two people that know what they really lost. Because they both know that uh, Superman was Clark Kent and vice versa, right? So it's only these two people in the whole world that are going through the exact same loss, right? Mm -hmm. So that's great. That's great. So 
Mar- they have this cool emotional moment. Martha leaves Lois Lane, kind of inspires her to come back to the, the, the world of the living and rejoin and not be mopey anymore. Uh, Martha leaves. As soon as Martha leaves, she transforms into the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yep. It's so, it's so stupid. I, Why? I, I, ask Zack Snyder. I don't why was the Martian? The <laughs> but why is the Martian Manhunter playing along with this? What's the I, purpose? Like I don't know. They're going to need. She, she just mumbles. I think that they're going to need you, Lois Lane, or something like that. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it ruined the whole moment of having that connection between these two women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Actually, that I, that conversation was just thrown out the window completely. <laughs> For like, fan service that doesn't this doesn't amount yeah. to anything for shameless fan service that they that John Jones is in the movie that's it so dumb sorry what I'm was it I told Rafi in the stream ah. yeah I told Rafi in the stream like the story behind it why there's mm. a Martian Manhunter in the movie and mm. it was supposed to be John Stewart the second mm-hmm. green uh, the third Green Lantern or the oh, yeah, yeah second uh, the, the Black Green Lantern uh, right. from the comics but mm. DC told uh, Zack Snyder that they don't want John to be featured in Justice League because they have mm-hmm. plans of showing him on a different mm-hmm. movie, which is a Green Lantern movie. So right. Zach said, okay, I'll just Make have Martian Martian. Manhunter instead. <laughs> and exactly. That's, that's the He's thing. He's a Justice League. Oh, God. Only, I, I hate I, so I, much. I really wish that they could have revealed the Martian Manhunter on a, on a scene that doesn't like doesn't involve it's... being a character in disguise yeah, at the middle like... of the movie because that kind of ruins then like 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 what happened between the relationship um between martha and lewis like yeah it kind of destroys that moment it's just not a good reveal and in the end he shows up again and he says like uh he, he speaks to bruce Wayne and he says uh, I have now chosen to fight for this world just like you blah 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 yo like a day ago this world was about to end we could have used you my dude <laughs> like you should, yeah. you should have been like there my man like one small assist could have been super useful right <laughs> exactly where were you also when Zod was staring up shit could have used you there too my dude yep <laughs> why use your namesake God, I hunt the Martian I hate or man, so I don't. Much. Um, there are tons of like tiny pieces like that that kind of. It's still bad. That that kind of tell me that it's kind of still bad, but it's better than the Justice League that we got way, right. way, way back when. At no, the yeah, because like cause, mm. because like at the start of this, all of you were like, "It's a good movie," but then you guys <laughs> all started talking about the bad stuff. So I'm it's like, not mm. yeah. <laughs> right? "It's not perfect." It's not perfect. But it is it, definitely better than what we got before. Mm. I, I'd say like a large enough margin. Like also, for me, oh wait, mm. yeah, go for it. Sure, okay. no, because I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say my take on it. Like, yeah, yeah cool. I, I generally like the movie better because they did cut a lot of parts where it feels yeah. weird because of Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also added, and yeah, they they also added extended cutscenes where, if it isn't in slow motion, it could have been like under three hours but because of the all the slow motion that were added on the extra scenes it become four hours 
Um, the only thing that I really don't like about the movie is that they are so close to making it really interesting. Like FF7 remake levels of interesting at the end uh, and then they back away because mm, they don't want to ruin the mm. the core plot of the movie which is sure but you could have done it you're you're already doing it you're doing you're, right you're already doing a lot of things that are different mm. at, at the end of the movie and they, they still double oh, down no. i mean this they, they, they still take a step back uh and went to the original like plot the third act and, yeah, they're trying to shortcut the whole like cinematic universe thing in kind of a bad and lazy way. Mm-hmm. That I don't like because that's, I'm not. Can we spoil it to Emil? I think no, I don't. I think we're mm, we've gone deep enough. Not that okay. Yeah, they, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not I'm gonna still gonna watch it. it. I'm still gonna watch it. Yep. But I'm just saying, they kind of they, they they kind of forked it. Oh yeah, and then mm-hmm. they came back at it like like. After a minute of forking it, they went, they went back at it. I hate it. Let's it see some makes... good stuff. <laughs> no, sorry. Go, <laughs> no, yeah. go for it. Go no, ahead, like, go ahead. It, like the, the direction that they wanted to steer it into kind of makes the current movie, like their current um, victories moot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because, hey, it's going to take a bad turn anyway. So did it really matter? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Hey man, but if oh. if we're talking about the whole like multiverse part of things, you could also say that the theatrical release was just another universe. <laughs> There's they still that exist. option. There's that option, I guess. <laughs> That's how it is in my head. Like mm-hmm. I can enjoy both as separate movies mm-hmm. because of how different they are. <laughs> mm. That that's how big of a difference both I, are in contrast to each other. In my head, I would want to watch this cut again i'll never watch justice league the theatrical cut ever I oh yeah, yeah. Like, i kind of want to revisit the theatrical good. one because mm-hmm. i want to compare the the difference just to see the differences yeah mm-hmm. you know a similarity like, though my what, man Bat- <laughs> batman <laughs> yeah, they got one right they kept yeah, yeah. One. oh yeah my man yeah my man okay <laughs> and it, it okay. felt it felt better than yeah that was a lot more natural one. than the rest yeah, yeah 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 was there a booyah no not no, this side no. oh no they booyah. get they got rid of it god damn it they got rid of booyah yeah okay. got rid of booyah they got rid of the it's fine the danny elfman uh soundtrack for some reason you I didn't hear any Batman themes anymore. Yeah, like I have one question. Go for How it. How is the Joker? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I swear How that man, it? that man's impression of a character is terrible. <laughs> like, I, I, I have a, I have a hot take on it. I didn't go like ahead. it. Go, go. go. I kind of, I kind of like it. I kind of like the what? the scene at least because of the dialogue, the dialogue, but not the no, delivery no, no. of Jared Leto. My, my, yeah, yeah. My my issue is just the delivery. I think yeah. like as a character, uh, I can believe him. Yeah. As existing in that world, but like Jared Leto's <laughs> acting rapping. of the character is like, um, it's like a, a a bad cosplayer trying to do an impression of a character yeah. he knows nothing about. Ah. Uh. But but that's the thing. Like the dialogue is so good. Like it made me kind of chuckle a bit. Like the old contraire, my little fish thing. Yeah, like it's, if, oh, that's if stupid it's my stuff. Fish it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so good. But it, it's like he believes it in his mind for real, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the convincing part of it. 
Don't worry, Rafi. Your effort like is being noticed by me. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we 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 see you. We see you. We see the you. conversation. Somebody take a photo. <laughs> yeah, that like that scene alone. It's okay. This is what the Snyder cut is all about. Like this is what the people actually wanted to it's see. It's what they wanted. I guess. Yeah. Not gonna lie. And and they kind of made it okay. Like um <laughs> like 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 Jared Leto's delivery or not or his uh-huh. his own take on the Joker. It's still. A decent scene. It's better but than it's, the Suicide Squad version, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a cool scene. I can't get past the delivery. I what honestly? No, here, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, honestly, when he started talking, I don't know the words <laughs> that he was saying. I was literally, I was literally he- hearing in my head. Ah. <laughs> all the time <laughs> 15 oh, no. minutes 15 <laughs> minutes of <laughs> and I, can't, I I don't know what words were exchanged between both of them it's, it's mostly <laughs> Batman <laughs> something something he we live in a society line, yeah. the, 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 the <laughs> fucking line doesn't that it even like made it in the in the cut it, yeah, it was, oh, it's, it's just for the, the trailer. trailer yeah People are fucking mad about Come it. It's on. funny. All these I think the line dudes. is believable anyway. But my my issue with that extra scene, mm. like the setup scene, is not well. The conversation, sure, it's more like the lack of urgency. Oh yeah, because the setup it. is like, oh fuck, we gotta hide from Superman because he's evil and he's got super hearing. He'll find us, right? Mm-hmm. And then Batman and Joker have like a fucking lovers yep. quarrel out in the yep. open after saying that we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but this guy, the bat, this Batman is wearing the tactical suit, so the that wasn't Gotham, tactical at all. I don't know yeah, how the the nightmare <laughs> suit. Oh god. Yeah, and and also like they have this lovers quarrel, but it's also been implied that they've been fighting together for at least an extended period of time mm. yeah. so why are they having this discussion now and why is batman only losing it now <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe that's the only is... time they've been able to talk to one another yeah again. but like this kind of like the dialogue exchange they had is usually reserved for the first time the the team up happens right yeah right that's yeah, true yeah, yeah, yeah. And not like, oh, we've been fucking hiding from Superman for what? Like, at least a week? Maybe more? Yeah. Possibly more? And I'm like, this this setup is really... It's interesting, but it's, it's so a, lazy. It, <laughs> it, it, it's know? a joke. What a joke it, of a scene. Ah, it's a I joke. See. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. It's a bad impression of that lady from Monsters, Inc., Wazowski. That, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Or it's a be- it's a that, bad Squidward laugh, basically. That, <laughs> yeah. that old internet meme of like that that lady uh, slipping on the grapes and then hurting her back, and she goes, ah, "Oh yeah, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> grape lady, mm-hmm. grape lady." Yep, that's what I remember. Um, let's say some good things about it. It's not all bad, right? I'd say. Yeah. The number one thing is Cyborg is restored to the original vision that they had for Cyborg. Cyborg's great, man. And Cyborg is pretty great as a character. They fixed him. And I can't fathom, like, for the life of me, I can't fathom why they'd cut him out in the first place because so much of the story goes through him. 
Right. Like, we we now kind of understand like the accusations uh, at yeah. Joss Whedon. Exactly. Was, yeah. No, e- even in the theatrical cut, you could tell that Cyborg, it was centered around Cyborg because he mm. was also kind of like the deus ex was, machina of the entire plot. Yeah, he was yeah. the solution. Because he's a machina. He, yeah, there's that too. He's an actual <laughs> machina man. But without him, they couldn't solve the problem in both versions of the movie, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they didn't explore his backstory enough, you got bits of it in the theatrical one. Yeah. But it wasn't enough to warrant him as a key character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I feel like this sorry, was no. like they they fixed him. Like at least yeah. they made him like understandable. And he probably had like the coolest head amongst all the cast too. Yeah. yeah. And like the not even just the the story and like the plot points connecting. Even like as the heart and emotional core of the movie. Like he uh he's that like why would you take that out like the human yeah. element in this whole thing runs through cyborg but right. he's a robot man i know he's, but like he's no that's people. the double entendre right yeah 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 he's yeah. more man than machine yep. and the machine is literally also the thing the bad guys want cuz he's mm-hmm. made from the mother box so i i don't understand why cutting that out what wa- was was done like in the yeah. theatrical cut like it seems like a huge disservice like to do that yeah. right um yeah but the the stuff the additional stuff that they put with with cyborg is super great like there are a ton of little character bits and bobs that um will make you kind of understand why he's important why you can kind of empathize with him like he's since like he got he's a cyborg right like and He's kind of uh, grieving the loss of his humanity and stuff like that. There are tiny kind of character things that I really like where um, whenever he envisions himself like in a digital space, he's still just cyborg he's with human. the varsity jacket and he's fully yeah. human. That's really cool. Like th- That kind of touches are, are really, really right. great about it. And like the, the moment where his internal image of himself shifts to the actual machine part mm-hmm. is when he comes to accept his current state, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that symbolism That's too. That's great. Yeah. I mm, I don't know. I don't know why they did it. But yeah, it's a better movie because of it. Um what else what else can we say? Any those are the big points. They ruined bat like they still haven't solved <laughs> Batman. Um <laughs> plot holes here and there. Um a better movie though, a more coherent here in right. vision, yeah. I'd say. Like yeah. from oh. the start to the finish, at least one one vision, one mood, tone, atmosphere that doesn't get broken by jokes and throwaway gags or uh, something's definitely bleeding. Oh God, <laughs> there's none of that. Um, Raffi so, took damage from that joke. <laughs> I took oh, so yeah. much damage from that joke. <laughs> Super, like in the theatrical cut, Superman comes up to Batman and goes like, "Do you bleed?" And throws him away. And then they cut to Batman on the floor. And he's like, something's definitely bleeding. What a joke of a character. <laughs> what a Just removes uh, the tension from the entire like encounter. And you just buried Batman. That's what you did. Like You <laughs> put him next to his parents in that, in that uh, specific instance. Uh, but yeah, I think that's most of the Snyder Cut. Um, yeah. Unless you want to get into any other things about it. But I feel like that's yeah. most of what we got. We don't want to get 
deep into how mm. it yeah. kind of resembles like the whole Snyder Cut resembles Cyborg and mm. the theory of the ship of Theseus. I mean, I mean no, no, no. Oh, what? No, let's, let's not do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Cyborg and the ship of Theseus. Classic. Yeah. And the Snyder Cut. Like, how many uh-huh. bits and pieces can you get out of the, the theatrical yeah. cut and still, Is- you know, is the Snyder Cut still oh, no. the Justice League this, 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 if you replace all of its parts? Yeah, exactly. Oh boy, they re- let's, let's not get into this, Raffi. <laughs> they replaced a whole lot. But yeah, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of um, <laughs> the lock sock of movies. <laughs> oh God, the lock sock of movies. Um. <laughs> all right, what else happened with you, Raff? Uh, speaking of spectacular failures, um, Magic Legends came out this week. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, yeah. no. oh, open beta, right? Not in full open, release. Sorry, yeah, Just in open clear. beta, we were so excited. Yeah. Like we get, we got the at least on my end. I see the Epic Game Store announcement: uh, free or Magic Legends out right now. And then, oh, we gotta get on that. That's magic, baby. Put it in my blood. <laughs> Install, play it, and then the dawning realization of like, oh no. It's bad. <laughs> oh no! And then he jumps, jumps in the right. in the um, pit yeah. of despair like Batman. <laughs> How oh, bad? Batman's no. issues aside, uh huh. Right, because that's a whole nother thing that's wrong with the with the beta as of now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. But strictly gameplay aspect. Go on, Ravi. Um, I think it's core concept. So Magic Legends is like a dungeon crawler, isometric. Uh, RPG in the vein of Diablo again, but draped in uh, magic the world of the magic the mm-hmm. gathering magic multiverse juice. right so it's great draped in magic juice so that sounds super kind of cool and their main gameplay mechanic is that um, unlike in Diablo where you can set your skills like what you want to do um, your skills take the form of cards so there's deck building there's a deck building aspect to it where um, you kind of draw the skills from your deck and um, whatever is in your hand you can use. So that's a novel idea, right? But the execution, I feel like, was kind of really falls flat and it's kind of uh, really boring. Um, I felt like um, when you get started like in that tutorial level, that was pretty okay. They give you like a set of spells, but then it's just two cards in your library and then you end up just drawing the same two or three cards, and it, it doesn't really explore the deck building skill mechanic, which I, I find should have been the star of the show because that's the only unique thing about it, right? They should have really yeah. just doubled down on it. Um, but as it plays uh, in like the first one or one and a half hour without uh, a big set of cards to choose from, mix and match your deck with, uh, you're just playing Diablo, but random skills. <laughs> yep. That's yeah, definitely what it is, turned out to be. What, which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, like, I never had high expectations for it, but, like, oh. seeing your reactions is like, wow, it it, mm, it was worse than what I was expecting. Yep. Yeah. Um, the only thing that kind of drew me to it was that specific mechanic, actually. Like, the, the fact that you can... Like, a, a, a TCG mixed with... An RPG, like a Diablo. That sounds super cool. Like, super unique. And I wish they just leaned into that more. Because, like, the the end product is uh, kind of nothing. They didn't really 
uh, play their moments right. Like they didn't play to their strengths, which is like yeah, put the put the deck building at front and center. Like give us all the cards immediately, right? Right. Because it would been it would have been really really cool to have. Uh, for example, I rolled a necromancer, as you know, I am big big necromancer man. I've been necromancing till since the end of time. Um, <laughs> uh, my color in magic is black, so I rolled the necromancer. It's great. Made him a big chonky boy, and I just wish that from the get go they gave you a whole bunch of cards and skills that you can be like, okay, this goes into my deck. Like this one, this one. I'll put like multiple copies of this one, so I draw it quicker and it comes out like like uh more consistently all that stuff but they super bury that mechanic until like two three levels after which is like an hour and 30 after so mm-hmm. i just got bored plus on top of everything it performed really really bad oh yeah like the frame sure. rate was terrible um it kept like stuttering and even on the lowest settings it was struggling with this mid-range laptop um so i had a feeling that it wasn't uh the it's it wasn't the hardware thing it was kind of the the software yeah so it's, it's just I the think it's server-based problems because they're mm. only set in the states right now mm-hmm. and um american users weren't running into the same frame rate problems we were mm-hmm. so oh. i assume it's like a server ping issue where it's constantly pinging back and forth feeding the info but because we're so far away it comes in super delayed and that somehow affects frame rate performance yeah which is weird i guess so um did i know both uh miguel's have played it what do you guys think about it right so (laughs) yeah shigs really wasn't having a good time on stream stinks yep i only played it just because i could stream it like for content and then you switch to tech and i switch to tech and which runs buttery smooth and as i argue even is even more graphic intensive right yeah it's true yeah jesus christ yeah go ahead biggie <laughs> so yeah i i wasn't keen on it the moment they announced it like when i saw the gameplay um i was like oh it's a card based like uh, ability system okay that's been done before let's see if they do it like good and when they showed it it didn't look super appealing. Yeah. Like the idea of deck building is cool, but the, yeah. the gameplay bits I saw look super unappealing. And lo and behold, it's exactly uh, what I was expecting when it came to that, if not even more Worse. boring. Because mm-hmm. the, the thrill of magic and the fact that it's uh, a luck-based you know, um, card game is a single draw could more often than not make or break a victory, right? Mm. Yep. Top and deck hype. you build yeah you you build around like the the numbers that affect that and the synergies that work with it but because luck is a factor right sometimes yeah. you just draw the perfect card sometimes you don't yep. and you, you you work your way around those limitations that doesn't appear in this like it, because it's a combat based like isometric dungeon crawler thingy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so Rafi, you picked the the black uh, uh mage right the yep. necromancer. What yep. type of spells did you get? Um, I had a drain life type of spell. It deals damage, then uh, heals me. Um, my my Q ability was summon two zombies. I also had a drudge zombies uh, card, so I'd have like at least five zombies at the at at one time. 
there. That those are kind of yeah. spells. Damage. So, I guess. so like in in this particular game, Magic Legends, not only do you have the the card based attacks, mm-hmm. you actually have two abilities that just go on their own cooldown. And yep. as far mm-hmm. as I could tell, don't consume your mana pool. Yep. Right. Yes. Just just. So cool those down, are just yeah. two free attacks, right? Just spam them when you need them. Yep. So that kind of takes away from the the novelty of the the deck versions of these skills. Right. So Migs, you picked the green dude. What skills did you get, or what I cards got the, did you get? What's this? Well, for the cards, I got the I got summons. I got like the the green class is similar to Druid in Diablo, where you can summon mm. creatures. Uh, so mm. big green spells, and then there's like uh, Sapperlings. An overrun. <laughs> uh, no, no. The the, the Sapperlings are the enemies there, oh, okay. but they have an overrun skill as a card that has like a, like an AoE or a straight line like damage over time thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like yeah. the little stampede that comes up? Yeah, or the okay. Lanowar trio that shoots arrows uh, on top. Oh, okay. And in, in, uh, like an AoE. Uh, but yeah, yeah those, those cooldown skills, I could understand the, the function in it I mean the function of it early game because they are trying to make you build the deck right but since the decks are on like the deck skills are also on cooldown and they kind of shuffle in your in your quote-unquote deck again so there yeah. isn't that much um frequency on where you can use those skills again so they need to have at least one cooldown or global cooldown skill for you to use on the rotation so that it won't be as boring or uh, mm. it, like like the flow won't stop be because of consistent. lack of decks. I mean, lack of cards on your deck. Because on, on level two, you, you just have three cards and you have to like rotate them. So meaning and it's that, random too. Yeah. And, and so once you use them, it's like what, like a minute or 30 seconds? Actually, <laughs> a minute darn long. before you can actually use it on another rotation so right yeah because not only do you have to wait for the actual card cooldown mm-hmm. you also need to build up mana right by doing normal attacks yeah yep, yeah before exactly. you can cast said spell all right so i picked the <laughs> i picked the fire deck which funnily oh. enough you're not a pyromancer yeah you're no. a geomancer Instead, you're called a geomancer the hell huh. i don't understand Earth. but whatever yeah. You're you're just Chandra, right? Uglier Chandra. Oh. And um <laughs> oh. I played basically as much as you guys did, if not a little bit further, not too much. All and right. there were times where I forgot that I had cards because the the skills <laughs> Q and E uh-huh. were functionally equally as good and effective. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, 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 you can just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. spam the, those the two fire, skills. The fire Q skill was just an AoE fire burst that was strong enough to kill almost everything around me. Mm-hmm. Then the other one, the E one, was like um, a jumping attack, just like you'd find in MOBAs, that would cause an AoE on impact. Cool. Right. And I, I got, what, like four to five um, fire cards, <laughs> but only had a hand of two for some reason? And guess yeah, what they weird. all were? AOE fire attack. <laughs> yeah. AOE uh, around me. AOE in a cone in front of me. AOE yeah. in a straight line. Weird. 
That's yeah, the, all they were. Boring I mean, fire attack. Thematically, yeah. they're on point because that's what RDW is. That's what yeah, red and I, I summoned a four three <laughs> elemental one time. Maybe I can get yeah. two to three of them out. They're pretty strong, but mm-hmm. like here's the thing: you described your skills, and they do what they do in magic, mm-hmm. respective to their colors. But they're all, for the most part, functionally AOE attacks. Yep. Oh yeah. If in the same or not similar type of vein, yeah. here's a so cone. Here's everything... a straight line. So is everything just an AOE attack? Is there no other creative attacks? Or <laughs> AOE or like summon no. game. AOE it's, or summon, and I think that's yeah, that's what that's, I got. That's the only thing I know. There's um in, in the trailer for the game, there was like, oh, you can summon creatures and you can give them a temporary buff with like, here's fucking charge for white. They get plus two plus zero and for ten <laughs> seconds, whatever. Yeah. So it, maybe the others are more. They play nicely with creature combos and whatnot, but the base game is a bit too similar to each other when it comes to all the abilities. Hmm. So that's already kind of boring. And you know, like the the joy of magic is how crucial these card draws can be. Mm-hmm. But in what we've played of Magic Legends, mm-hmm. like I straight up forgot I had <laughs> spells in the one in the keys one and two. Yeah. <laughs> And I would forget what I was pressing because for the most part, they look the same. Oh, mm. fire attack. Oh, other yep. fire attack. What? And yeah. even the card icons, because they're so small, like, you don't what know what that, that is. Do? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's the cone one, sure. <laughs> Instead of the, the AOE one. And Now that you mentioned it, like, I don't know what, like, the my Q zombies, I don't know the difference there were they of them between... Um, that and my card drudge zombies they're just basically zombies they're the same people yeah, no. <laughs> uh, just zombie buttons you get two <laughs> i i think like it also doesn't capitalize on like what uh a lot of people find cool about magic which is the interactions between cards yeah. right like right. the combos man like i want to I wanna uh, summon the the Isochron scepter and put counter spell on it or some shit, whatever. <laughs> like some broken shit. Like like find cool interactions between cards that make you want to have those two cards in your hand together. So right. when you play them both, um, they'll they'll do something cool. But as far as exactly. I I kind of uh experienced, none of the cards interact, right? Yeah, they're like, all just useful individually. Just, they're all basically just damage. This is damage. Yeah, this is damage. damage. This is a, a zombie that makes damage and two friends. <laughs> yeah, and you're Aww. like, I don't care if he dies. I can just make another one. Yeah. It's yeah, so a waste. Well, like when it comes to like action RPG with card-based weapons or card-based mm-hmm. attacks, mm-hmm. like there are other games that have done that where, you know, the cards become very crucial to, you know, your make and break strategy. Like uh, one of my favorite Mega Man games, the Battle Network series, has card-based weaponry, the battleship yes. system. Love and that game. While you can unga-bunga your way through the game, there are moments where, like, I wish I had a heal chip right now. Then you fucking draw your cards and, like, it's not there. But it has a sub-mechanic where I can sacrifice three 
to add more cards in my next roll. So I need oh, to survive yeah. until that happens. Or like you pull out your, your summon chip, which is like the perfect answer for this current scenario. Mm. Or um, let's go yeah. even a crazier route. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories for the Game Boy Advance and PS2. Mm-hmm. It's a th- like a third-person arena-based combat RPG, mm-hmm. but all of your actions, aside from jumping and rolling, are card-based. Each individual swing of your keyblade is associated with like a numbered key card attack, right? Mm-hmm. And how that dynamic works is the greater number will beat out the lower number if your opponent has that or is attacking with that. Except for the wild card, which zero will beat the strongest number, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Mm. Right. So even if the the action, like say you're gonna summon fucking the genie of the lamp, but his his card value is three, and your opponent just has a a stronger physical attack of four, mm-hmm. it'll beat out your card no matter what, right? Yeah. And if it if you're planning to do this, but the split second that the card changes with your opponent, and you miss your timing, like I've found moments where I could have won this fight if I had just you know reacted faster or. I guess luck happened and I just mistimed everything. I didn't even see it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I never found that scenario. Or I, I'm having a hard time imagining that scenario happening with Magic Legends where a random card draw from my deck is going to be the crucial game changer for this combat scenario. So it doesn't feel fun to draw cards. It doesn't feel fun to cast cards. Uh, the The things the cards do are boring Yep. It doesn't work. Uh, yep. <laughs> are there any good things about this game? <laughs> like uh... so, when it came with the the trailer too, I believe they didn't. They announced that there's no multicolored pairings so far. Oh. Yeah. And who has fun? Like how long? When when you started learning the game, most people start with um like a lot of people like find comfort with monocolored decks for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how long does it take before you break out of that? Because it, there's so much more variety with going at least two colors or more, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, Actually, you're limiting like, your power pool by sticking with one color. Yeah, and, like, starter decks and Magic usually have two colors. Yeah, two colors. To that dynamic of, like, mm-hmm. fucking, yo, hey, if you get the strengths of one color and the weaknesses... Right. Like, you cover up for the weaknesses of another color and, like, you can make cool things happen. Exactly. But since you guys said that there's no interactions between these cards, I like, I don't even see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's pointless to 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 splice another color because you'll just have a different color of damage. <laughs> it, yeah, it's pretty like, much. Hey, yeah. hey, green, black. I summon skeletons and big boys, but they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a waste, man. It okay. It could have been something, you know. It they just really wasted the potential and like I know it's a, a beta but like the bones of it kind of really missed the mark. Yeah. I hope they I hope they kind of get it. Um, right. If I hope like the beta kind of uh, informs them on all these things that they kind of missed out on, but it's just a little worrying that from the start their original plan is not that great. Right. Yeah, because like yeah. from the sound of it, you guys are saying that the core game design is flawed, and like I yeah. don't think having an open beta will fix that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're, they're locked in how, at this point. Given how big Magic is, mm-hmm. and given how long this trend of 
shoving a property into another type of game has already mm. been going. It should be a bigger thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fucking, like, a, a beta might not fix it, but look at the other companies who have taken their core formula but found success by doing another thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, fucking the biggest example is Fortnite. Fortnite's Fortnite. core game was totally. completely different. It was supposed to be a single player, you know, build a fort, protect from wave of zombies with your friends. Right. And now it's a so it, people don't even know that mode exists if it's even so, out there. I don't even know. So what you're saying is what will fix this game is a battle royale mode. Not necessarily. <laughs> like it, dude, dude, it fucking might for all we know. For real. It might be better know. as a battle royale. I it would know. be easier to cheat too. Like to to come up with bullshit ideas that work functionally better. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if it's if, if it's a race to Bolas the Citadel, that would be a good battle royale. Yeah, mode. see, there you go. There's an oh, idea. That'd be sick. Mm. That'd be actually really sick. But you know, it might be easier for them to just copy up a, a popular formula and just work off that. That might actually save it. Oh, I hope yep. so. God. Or hell, Man. turn it into like, Dota. <laughs> that might like, be more like, fun. Wizards has just been like <laughs> misstepping on a lot. Like, is is Magic Arena even out on phones? Because like, yes. I, like I can't find <laughs> How it. How is it? Oh, How fuck. is it? Has anyone that tried thing it? again? It's out on officially on mobile for Android and iOS, but because we're under ten cents um, distribution for Magic, ten cents mercy. Take, yeah, and take note that Magic products, some of them have codes to redeem for Magic Arena. But not for us because they pull out the codes. It's the same reason. Tencent is stopping the release of Magic Arena for digital here. You can get it if you you change your region. I'm just imagining some guy at the Tencent office with all those codes going like... (laughs) 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 I'll never lose. Let's put a starter deck cards. Let's put a wild cards. Yeah. But yeah, um, uh, I yeah. actually was able to download Magic Arena on mobile, mm-hmm. and yeah. the UI for the when you play is a little different, and okay. I don't think it translates well. Oh, really? really? Because you know how messy Magic board games, like the board state, can become when you just have so many fucking things on the board. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I think I know what you mean. Instead, you know how in Arena, when your board gets super messy, it just compresses everything. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. can still click on everything. You can still see everything on the single screen. In mobile, it lines them up and makes it so it scrolls off screen. Oh, that's not great. What makes yeah. it not? not what makes it worse is that, say, you're activating an artifact that's on the very far right of the screen, uh-huh. and you wanna you wanna like say witch's oven, the cat that's attacking, that gets sent to the very far left of the screen. Okay. So you tap your oven, oh, your no. cat is nowhere on screen, and what? You gotta click and drag your your creatures. Right. The game doesn't understand that you wanna do that. Instead, selects the first thing you tap and ends it there. It doesn't oh. even allow you oh, to no. scroll. So I feel like Hello. something's missing with the programming. Yikes. Oh, and no. the appeal of mobile games is quick and easy games. Like, like you know how, like Emil, how long does a te- a Teppen match go? Three a minutes at match most. Goes, yeah, like like maybe three to five minutes. Yeah, yeah. how long do magic rounds go? At the least, minutes. 
Game one, no, 15, 30, 30, 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, long yeah. as 45, as mm-hmm. long as one hour. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't think that works on mobile. Oh, God. Yeah, it'll rinse your battery, probably. That's the Dude, thing. There's this ongoing going? joke right now on Twitter where uh, what will happen first, melting my phone or <laughs> the game crashing? And then he shows like Miggy's, what, what Miggy is using on Magic <laughs> Arena, that, that, that type of Soul Tide deck where it does like scoots. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Imagine, Rafi. The swarm. Scoot yeah. swarm thing. triggers in, yeah. your, in your mobile phone. Yeah. Oh Jeez. God. Yeah. 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 Imagine yeah. The, the the thing that crashes your PC, yep. like five hundred scoot swarm triggers, where it'll yep. make five hundred tokens. Imagine the, it on your crashes. Drop. The thing that crashes people's brains while they're playing on an actual table. Yep. Yeah. It will just set your phone on fire. <laughs> it'll probably just do a push notification of like, you win. Concede this problem or something. I don't know. Like yeah. it, it works, but boy, there's but, like there's but UI truly, problems. The real battle is between the phones of those who are fighting. Whose phone will die first? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. My phone's at my my phone's down to five, dude. Some <laughs> <laughs> phones to about five. I, I do like yeah, the trailer yeah. though. They got Danny Trejo back as Day Nine's roommate. Dude, they got the uh, they got the rat from Ratatouille. <laughs> they got Pat Oswalt as another roommate. Yeah, I like that. I like uh, the trailer. The trailer is funny. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's problems though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not not new new Magic releases. Not doing that great. New Magic games not doing that great. Magic yeah. Legends specifically. That that, that man, legend that, needs to be untold. I'm just gonna add that that <laughs> ad for Magic <laughs> Arena really made me smile because. Okay. But they just filled it with they just filled it with Patton Oswald humor. Like the fucking <laughs> chore wheel. It's a fucking that's a fucking bitch. Chore wheel. It's the so good. Of day nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but yeah, don't okay. download magic. Yeah, Legends. don't, 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 don't. Like you can easily see the thread of like when when I posted stuff about it, I, I posted an article that I did. Like I did hours of research, or at least an, an hour and thirty of research. Like this is this is coming out. This is this. This is this. It has this. This is. Post it. Tag people in it, and then we we start to play. You can see the comments of like, no abort, oh, abort. No. no, it's bad. <laughs> I regret. I regret. Don't download. Don't download. <laughs> it's not just it's bad. It's, it's boring, a, right? It's like it's, yeah. it's all Even of those without things. The, Without the fucking laggy frame rate, it's just mm. there's no substance to the game. Yeah, and it's disappointing. I think that's yeah. the worst part. Yeah, like whenever I play hack and slash action RPGs, I always feel fun and the the addiction factor of it because you got loot. Magic Legends loot system is so flaccid; it only gives you five gold. Where's where's the loot system in that? What loot system? What loot system? Like you make a hack and slash game, it doesn't. It it has to have that kind of like um, feature or 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 mechanic that reels players in to play it more, Mm. like like the loot system. But Magic doesn't have that in. You gotta get like the addicting factor in it, right? Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, I I don't want to. Yeah, let's not talk about that trash fire. Yeah, don't say I mean, bad games. I guess I, I, I guess the funniest thing or the best thing that we got yeah. out of that was the man in blue. 
Uh, the man in blue. Yeah, okay. the man That's in blue. Bullshit too, dude. Because mm-hmm. you you see this planeswalker fighting another planeswalker, and you're like, oh my god, who could that be? The name is written in man in blue. Mm. But the next time he speaks, it just says Ral Zarek. Ral Zarek. Yeah. Okay. And then when he speaks again, it goes back into Man in Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is uh, Migs getting spoiled on uh, was the Avatar villain, <laughs> the Korra season two. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. subtitle yeah, yeah. spoilered. <laughs> yeah. Netflix subtitle spoilered. Except That's... this one, it's in reverse. Like you see the character. It's just this is Ral, yeah. not Man in Blue. Yeah, the same we voice actor about. too from Arena. Yeah, that, that's another yeah. good part about that that game. They used uh, the voice actors in Arena. So that's what Ral... makes it extra disappointing. If they kept that oh, consistency, that is why is the game kind of poofy? Because <laughs> it, it was developed by a different studio. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but and, come on, yeah. damn it. Anyway, I hope they it tried. gets better. Yeah, I it's hope. not out yet, so it I could hope. be. It could get better. I hope <laughs> there is potential. Like. The the system is novel. Like I I think to like the only action game card battler that I know, which is Acid. I think Acid Two, Metal Gear Solid Acid Two. That was action <laughs> card. I love Acid. Isn't that great? That's really good. So, I love so Acid. That could be something. That, it could be something. The, mm. Metal Gear Acid was. Uh, mm, mm, I love. It's that not game. canon though. We, we need a new one. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> we need a new one. Um, all right, I think that draws my week to a close. That was all quite right. a lot. Uh, let's just uh, bring it to um, uh, this week's. Oh, oh, flicks it like a moth. Oh, oh, no, that doesn't work. What is this? Um, is that the Snyder <laughs> conversion of flicks it like a moth? <laughs> did did, did, did change it up, change? Raffy, what's happening? <laughs> I was gonna. I was doing Bon Jovi. Flicks it oh. like a moth. Damn, damn. This is for the ones who watch the Netflix. Dan, Dan, flexing like a moth. All right. Um, well, is next just... week going to be like Rick Astley's flexing like a moth? Flexing like, like a moth. Like, 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 I can feel <laughs> Denise judging you from behind you. <laughs> oh, no. He's at it again. She just, she just gave me a damage chat. Getting damaged because of all these John Bon Jovi. Um, Mix doesn't like it when I when I yeah. copy Bon Jovi when I blasphemize Bon Jovi. I love the I love how Emil's okay. <laughs> yeah. Emil, camera froze for a little bit for me. Yeah, is doing this. <laughs> so happy. Okay, um, this one comes from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. It's such a great series. Um, oh. And this is a, an interaction between Josh Chan, the the male lead, male Filipino lead Josh Chan, and the Filipino uh, uh, father priest called Father Bra. And <laughs> Bra. <laughs> Bra. Father Bra. He, he was a, he was a frat dude in high school, uh, and Father then Bra. he he became a priest. Uh, it's kind of great. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is a good series. Um, <laughs> and it goes like this. Josh Chan is kind of like showing Father Bra like this envelope that just arrived in his doorstep. And he kind of doesn't know what it's for. And he's kind of like, uh, I don't know. So he acts in like a Fili- in the most Filipino way possible when you don't understand the thing, you go to your priest. And he brings the envelope to the priest. And <laughs> Josh Chan goes... She's she's coming after me, man. I I need to open it. I need to 
I need to know what's in there. Father Bra goes, then open it, Josh. You're an adult now. These are choices you have to make. But what if there's anthrax in there or a or a dead body? <laughs> you <laughs> you think what? there's a dead body in that envelope? <laughs> and that's it. Jang jang, flicks and like a move. Jang jang. See, Emil, Emil knows what's up. Emil knows what's up. We don't approve yeah. of this version. I'm not a fan either. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Okay. You, you need to not smile when I do that then, because you're okay. you're motivating me. <laughs> I didn't. No, no, no. no, like see, see, I'm smiling because it's causing us pain. Yeah, that's funny. And that's that's the podcast. That's what the podcast that's the is podcast. about. Podcast. You're dealing damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt mm. like that was my level three super. All right, take it away from me. <laughs> you got me with that wake up. Nice. Yeah, He's no. learning. He's he has learning. no other option. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Um, maybe I'll take the week because uh, I think uh, 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 two other boys here are involved in my week heavily. Ah! Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so um, I think I'll skip over like like I watched a bunch of things on Netflix. I watched a bunch of anime on on the interwebs. And as far as games are concerned, um, the only thing I've really been playing are my usual gacha games, along with the new Genshin Impact event. I know you're uh, you've been playing that, right, Megoy? Yeah. Of what? Yeah. <laughs> what? what was I that? have played. Sorry. I wouldn't the... say playing. Oh, oh okay. really? Uh-huh. Really? The... Oh, you, so you haven't been playing Genshin Impact lately? Aren't you oh, playing 1.4? Big drops. Sorry. No, 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 oh, no, yeah. no. Like, like, like. Uh, the only games I have been playing recently are my gacha games and stuff like that. Uh, one of the things primarily, though, that I want to get out of the way first is uh, the Genshin Impact because uh-huh. I have been playing. The new event, which the is uh, the Wind Bloom Festival, mm. uh, and uh, it's it's been going. It's kind of like that leeway event as well, but with less busy work, I think. And uh-huh. I have been enjoying it. Uh, what? How's your take on it, Migoy? Like, like, what have you been experiencing so far? I've been doing the homework, you know. Logging in for the dailies and just then like that, yeah. Checking the check boxes for the event. <laughs> Um, yeah, the the wind blue mini games are fine. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy they're not super demanding when it comes to reaching the high score. So if you kind of suck at it, which I, I've seen people struggle with some of them, yeah, like even yeah, yeah, yeah. even the the music one, which is actually pretty easy. Yeah, having a hard what time. do you call it? I'm actually pleasantly surprised because what do you call it? Uh, usually these gacha events are always such a pain to like do yeah. and like reach all of the milestones in right. order for you to clear out the shop. Right. They, they want as much attention as possible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Genshin is like pretty chill with it because like you don't have to reach a max score. You don't have to like like outdo yourself or anything. You can just log in, have fun, get your rewards, you're out, right? right. And uh, so just to explain, the Windbloom Festival is another event in Genshin Impact and... Um, what do you call it? It comes with a whole bunch of stuff. It's a pretty involved event. Uh, there are some new quest lines that come with it. 
Um, there is uh, three sets of mini games that come with it. One is a shooting gallery type with your bow users. Another one is a Superman 64, but down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time you fall on like objects. Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You parachute Instead of down. Superman 64ing across the stage horizontally, you go down. Yeah, Ooh. you go down. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is still actually pretty fun. Like, like, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, going down's fun. Going down's fun. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the traps and, do and get interesting. <laughs> The, the one I was actually expecting a bunch from is the rhythm game that they included because it it was very much like um, Osu in like uh, it's like Otu Jam more yeah because like, of the the like, button layout yeah like visually it looks like Osu but like uh, it plays like Otu Jam and I was pleasantly surprised about how well it played because usually when it comes to like a game like this and they try to include a different sort of like game type that they're not pretty good at like uh-huh. it's usually poo poo pee pee bad right <laughs> right right but, yeah yeah it's usually poo poo pee pee bad but um i was pleasantly surprised by how responsive and how accurate the note pressing was for the rhythm game mm-hmm. like uh it felt good like like uh cool. how was it for you Migoy? um i i like how lenient it is when it comes to the precision of your inputs like there's no you know how in most rhythm games there's a good, great, and perfect when it comes yeah, to your timing? Yeah, this it's just miss or perfect, Yeah, right? this is just miss uh, or perfect. And the, the window to the miss is actually pretty large. Yeah. So even yeah, if you're yeah, exactly. slightly late, it still counts sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I also and, like when you mm-hmm. crank up the difficulty, it actually matches the notes of the song. It does. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Like pretty darn well. And it, it like, gets yeah. cute with some of the input sometimes. Yeah, because like um, some other games that try this out, like I remember, I I think it was like Easter or Valentine's for FF14 this one year. They tried to put a rhythm game in it, but it just didn't feel good. Like mm. you could, like I could see what they were trying to go for, but with how FF14 is, like the button presses were just not responsive enough, you know, and, and it didn't match the notes it felt kind of random but this one like you could tell that the people who made this like oh this is how a rhythm game should work like it the button presses should be concise like the notes should be timed with the music that kind of shit yeah right so it it is enjoyable and when you do crank up the difficulty like it does present a little bit of a challenge which i right. enjoy mm-hmm. mm. and i like how it I gets think... yeah cute with some of the notes i did notice yeah. something though mm-hmm. um when i played one of the songs it transitioned from night to daytime. Really? Which caused Weird. lag because I was in a spot that spawns a lot of NPCs in the morning. Oh, and I noticed that the song and the notes aren't linked to each other. They're more like oh. matched. Oh. So if you're somehow running like a lower end device that could cause some lag, you might be screwed. Oh, mm. I haven't experienced that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's not tied but, to like the frame rate or you know match to each other. They're just uh, wh- they're just put beside each other to sync up. Kinda. What I have experienced though, because you can trigger this mini game anywhere you are, is like yeah. I triggered it at the fountain, like in front of Monstat. Like it's a really busy place, right? Yeah. And like the thing I experienced that surprised me and threw me off my full combo was NPCs walking in the foreground. <laughs> <laughs> like like Shoot. suddenly th- there'll just be an npc walking in front of my notes and i'm like what the fuck oh, no <laughs> visually messing you up yeah, yeah yeah yeah. visually messing me up absolutely 
Um, We've but seen yeah. better examples of that where people were doing it in a rainstorm and getting yeah. struck by lightning as they played the song. <laughs> you can get yeah. struck by lightning. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. I saw, yeah. like, two we saw multiple of videos of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I, it doesn't care where you are when you play it as long as you're absolutely. not in a combat encounter. Mm-hmm. So one guy goes to the, one of the world bosses and since <laughs> he doesn't aggro until you get close... Oh no! He's just in the background shit talking you as you play yeah. the song. <laughs> yep, that's great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super great. There's so many videos out there of like people messing with each other in multiplayer while you're playing the song, <laughs> yeah. like like four Kayas sitting up and down while the guy was playing the song. It was great. Oh, also geez. playing as Kaya. Also playing as Kaya. So just the same characters. Yeah, it's goofy stuff like that that I think like makes Genshin like so lovable and like so memeable at the same time. Like there's so many memes and like uh fucking like art out there of like things they've experienced during this event, which is super fun. Um and I think the last part of that event, which is interesting, I could see what they were going for, but at the same time I'm like mm, this this is the only thing that kind of feels like a chore. <laughs> the is the fall guys part. The fall guys part, exactly. <laughs> there oh, is a, okay. a a special domain that has opened up in Genshin World, and it is the peculiar wonderland. And when you zone mm-hmm. in, at the very end you're supposed to fight a boss. But you're supposed yeah. to earn points for buffs to defeat the special boss. And you do that in a Fall Guys-esque minigame fashion. Complete with the Fall Guys roulette of which minigame you're going to play. Wow. Like, it's, it, okay. it looks exactly like the Fall Guys one where like it's right. a bunch of boxes that like scroll past the screen and it slowly <laughs> stops on one. Interesting. Yeah. Like... Um, the mini games themselves, they're fine. They're passable. They're fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them are straight up like Fall Guy stages. Like, don't fall. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing that annoys me, though, is that some of the achievements tied to uh, this event have to do with doing a certain thing in a certain minigame. And right. since the mini games you get are random, sometimes you'll be shooting for this one achievement. Like, don't get hit at all in this stage. But since it's random, I can't go out of my way to select that. So right. I have to keep queuing up for this until I get the minigame for a chance to get the achievement. Right, because you, you might mess up and just not get it too. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So like every time I mess up on it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, I, need yeah. to, I need to get I'm back not, in I'm here. I'm not happy about the too. Yeah. Yeah. I think and the that's fact the that thing. you can't get the same minigame in the same like roulette set. You can't, yeah. Mm-hmm. It means like you get this minigame once and that's your only chance to to do well. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> Otherwise yeah. you have to do it again. And like the this domain averages at what? Six minutes? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the boss minutes. is like pretty strong stat wise. Mm-hmm. It's got a ton of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? If you don't bring a proper team on it, like like you're gonna have a hard time, yeah. Yeah, and like you can cheese some of the mini games, and I know that they prevent you from cheesing others, like the the straight up Fall Guys one where the blocks you're standing on will drop, Mm -hmm. so you have to step on the right ones. Yeah, I've seen a character who uses Venti, who can make a gust of wind to let him float. Oh, he tries it, and when he hits the ceiling, gets knocked on his ass and falls into the pit. Oh, Oh, for real? I've never tried that. They prevent you from cheating, or straight up like um, the Indiana Jones one, where you have to step on the correct platforms and not fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I tried to make a Zhongli pillar to glide 
halfway through, there's an invisible ceiling that prevents you from getting up there. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Right. The, like, the only cheese that I've seen work is um, Kutzing's teleport dagger. Like, she throws it up in the air, and it's it's long enough for you to be in a safe uh, place before the the floor comes back. So that's cool. Oh, um, I've, for that particular minigame, you can use the main character's Geo Rocks to make platforms on the wall. Really? And stand on those. Oh, what mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> but I think the, the most useful cheese is, you know, the, the minigame where a pillar in the center of the stage will emit like electrical or elemental attacks? Yeah, yeah. That you have to dodge? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. throw a bunch of Geo Rocks around it. And it'll they block won't everything. Break. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll block everything. Just Geo Rocks and Zhongli pillars. And right. the only thing they do to try to prevent you from cheesing is that if you stand still, an AoE will form around you that will force right, you. Right, right. Which still lets you because the, the achievement for that is don't get hit once mm-hmm, mm-hmm. throughout that entire thing, which is like a minute long too. Yeah. Yeah. So dodging becomes really stressful at, at some point. Yeah, just, yeah. J- just near automata style dodging the Danmaku in, in, in a 3D action game. <laughs> right. What do you call yeah, it? So th- I, I think because, you know, the, the, the issue with that is because you can't select the mini games and it gets to a point where, like, the, the, the actual rewards that give you primo gems mm-hmm. are easy because yes. it's just that get two buffs mm-hmm. and you're good, right? Which yeah. is mm-hmm. even if you don't try. You will most likely get two buffs, if not one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you're complete ass, you will get one buff. Yep, just one. <laughs> so um, I think what would have made it so that you could easily, or not not easily, but have a better chance at picking specific minigames is randomize a list and give you maybe three, then select one of the three. Yeah, yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Like, like, give, give you us, an option of choice. Give us a little bit of a choice if you're going to make a shoot for achievements or something. I think that's right. my only complaint. Mm-hmm. Right, like, because you can solo this too, so mm-hmm. so there, that could totally be doable. Hopefully, I'm gonna rant about this when they send the survey for yeah, the event, which they yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. They will send the survey, and we will get they like will. twenty thousand more for it. <laughs> oh yeah, my god, a minuscule amount of cash, mm-hmm. tiny, tiny. What do you call it? Uh, I'm super happy with it, though. And, like, the character stories have been super cute so far. I like seeing Bennett be a dumbass with Razor. I like uh, oh, seeing yeah, Rosaria hanging out at the tavern, being antisocial. I like seeing Barbara getting stalker fan mail. That's super cool. <laughs> Dude, like, this is just a straight-up dating sim at times now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, uh, and, I mean, last patch, they introduced fucking dating sims, right? Yeah, the camera Wait, angles, the dialogue choices. It's just a dating scene. Multiple yeah. endings. Whoa. Multiple for the dude, character dates. Dude, that hangout, uh, that hangout, hangout. thing. Keep it PG for yeah, the kids. Yeah, keep it PG. It's not a dating theme. It's a, it's a hangout. Like, it comes with a, its own flow chart, right? Yeah. And and really? Like, dude, yeah, yeah. Like, when you do a hangout Shit. with a character, it shows you yeah. this gigantic flow chart. And, like, how many endings you've unlocked. And, like, you're like, oh, there's a lot Whoa. of branches to this. No, it, it doesn't show you the flowchart until you hit the branching path. Yes, exactly. But it shows you how many endings there are. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, yeah. is, like, at least five per mm-hmm. character. It's it's great. It's great. I've only done Barbara's. I've only done Barbara's so Dude, far. do Noel's. It's the best. Okay, sick, sick, sick. And... The thing I like about it is, like, if you feel you've messed up, you can restart at any point of the flowchart. Yeah, oh, chapter oh. select. Okay. Mm. Full-on chapter, chapter select. select. Just like uh, Nier Automata. 
<laughs> God. Um, keeps going back. I think the only thing I haven't tried during this event is multiplayer because like I've only been doing it myself. So I have no experience like doing any of the events in multiplayer. Um, the thing I have been doing in multiplayer though is something that I've been sleeping on for quite some time and I absolutely <laughs> regret sleeping on it because hey. um, a bunch of months ago, uh, Mr. Carlos, big boss man from the TMG, gifted me the great gift of Rainbow Six Siege. And my experience with Rainbow Six Siege when he gifted it to me was kind of <laughs> interesting, to say the least, because yeah. I downloaded it, I loaded it up, and I jumped into a game with the boys, and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Oh my god. Like, it was the yeah. absolute worst experience, and because of that experience, I slept on this game for months. And I yeah, only... Put into context. Put into context. The yeah. first map Emil ever played was Rio. It was Fabellas. It, 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 oh, it's still oh, yeah. a bad map. Fabellas. Uh, dude, dude yeah, it so. was so bad because like everyone was like, yo, reinforce these walls. Yo, <laughs> go punch a hole in that soft wall. Yo, make a kill hole here. And I'm like... <laughs> yo, turn you off guys... your phone, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, what are you guys talking about? And uh, why is there an evil Russian beside me? Do I shoot him? <laughs> um, like, like, things were happening. And... Like, it just dumped me into this game, and I had no idea what to do. And I, I absolutely dropped it. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. it made me dizzy. It made me confused. I didn't know what was going on. And I think that was one of the worst decisions I've ever made because now ah. I'm having so much fun in R6. Now that I got over that hump of, like... Dude, it's a gigantic learning curve. This this game has so many fucking buttons and options, but yep. once you've gotten your head around it, I would say that this is probably one of the most fun shooters I've ever played. Like, oh, Rafi is giving me a standing ovation. <laughs> Dude, it's so fun. I mean, like at the start, I was absolutely overwhelmed. Like, absolutely, absolutely overwhelmed. And when I looked at the roster of characters, I was like, oh, look, it's it's a bunch of gray shoot bangers. Like, yeah. like yeah. Like Pretty much. They, they didn't look like they had any character to them. They didn't look interesting. They all looked like military brown boys. And, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Military brown boys. Yeah, that was my Let's... initial impression. But now mm-hmm. that I've gotten to know it, each of the characters are actually super interesting. And yep. y- you can tell that they have certain personalities behind them. And I'm really enjoying myself. So, I think the biggest thing for me uh, in understanding this was, first of all, knowing my buttons. Because <laughs> mm. when I started this game, like I thought it was just your general shoot bang. I didn't know mm-hmm. there was a prone button. I didn't know there was a crouch button. I didn't know slow walk was alt. I didn't know that hold F was reinforce wall. I didn't mm-hmm. know like anything about the drone phase or anything like that i was just like why am i driving an rc car i don't get it (laughs) like just last week i learned that you needed to hold x to scan because during those first few times i played i kept pressing it and i'm like am i doing something wrong why am i not scanning Mm. it's not scanning yeah and like all these little intricacies that you have to learn about r6 like i think that's the initial hump right like, first, you need to learn your controls. And I think mm-hmm. the next hump is learning the characters, their abilities, and the maps. Because uh-huh. 
I think when I started learning character, uh, like what makes a character unique and what makes a character interesting and different, that's when I yeah. started to have a really good time. Mm. Yeah, like um, what do you call it? Like just discovering the joy of doing a Home Alone strat with uh, fucking Frost <laughs> and Capcan is the most like best. I love it. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Like yeah. um, I've just been having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Put the hot wheels on the ground. Heat the heat the doorknob. Dude, heat the doorknob. <laughs> dude, dude. Apply the car battery to the doorknob. <laughs> an actual R6 strat. <laughs> yeah, that's an actual R6 strat. It's so great. Okay. And like, I'm just like, R6 just gives you so much possibility. You know what I mean? And so many yeah. ways to approach a situation that every game I play has. It's just been a blast because, like, I'm now familiar with this map. Like, let's say I'm familiar with Consulate or Bank. And, like, we've done this site so many times, but I mm-hmm. can approach it from so many different angles. I can bust through the skylight. I can mm-hmm. bust through this window, throw a smoke in. I can mm-hmm. uh, do a ground assault. I can come in from the basement. I can uh, go the floor above them and shoot down, like, from the floor. Like, I can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a fully destructible playground was such a a game changer. First, it was overwhelming. I was like, Mm. when you guys explained to me the concept of soft walls, (laughs) I I felt so unsafe. I felt (laughs) so unsafe when you guys told me that these walls are soft. Yeah. Mm. And, but then when you guys introduced to me like uh, you can reinforce a wall and it'll lower the amount of things that can possibly get through it i'm like yeah. oh so reinforcing the walls like lets you set up your area for defense in a u- in a unique way every time and yep. uh, that's been super fun for me like uh it's kind of the same deal i say about like what makes things great is it being community driven and giving the tools to the player that's kind of the feeling that r6 gives me it gives me the feeling of full freedom in a playground that they have created and it's Mm -hmm. up to me how i want to shape the battleground yeah that's also like what i found most appealing about it it's not just as simple as you gotta be uh you gotta aim better than the other guy there's so many other things that you need to shape like um how will you get into position to shoot the other guy or like trying to surprise them through a hole or kind mm-hmm. of like go through this hatch make make rotation between these two areas faster like all that stuff needs to come into play and it's yeah. just not kind of this is the battlefield this is a set battlefield that you can only kind of shoot each other through this this corridor or some shit um that's that's also the one thing that kind of gravitated me towards it too no, yeah, it's super great. Because, like, in other games, like, uh, the better shoot banger wins. But for this one, if you plan accordingly mm-hmm. or approach it from a different angle or do something that opponent might not expect, you can come mm-hmm. out on top. And, like, yep. um, I think the thing that makes it most evident is while we're playing R6, when someone drops out of the team, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel as bad as when someone drops off of the team in Valorant, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. when someone disconnects from your team in Valorant, it feels so bad. Like, we're going to lose mm-hmm. for sure now. 
But mm. for some reason, in R6, when somebody disconnects, I'm like, no, nah, we can still do this. Like, three bullets, yeah. it'll do oh, it. Yeah. That'll even yeah, the scales even immediately. Uh-huh. And, like, uh, I don't know, dude. I've just been having so much fun. And, like, like sniping from the parking lot into the bank has been, like, some of the best sniping experiences in my life. Dude, it's so yep, fun. Yep, yep, yep. Emil, uh, Emil. We've already actually... Yeah? Sorry, go. Emil, I, I will dub you... You Glassman. You go- oh, oh yeah, were yeah, you yeah. the old Glassman? I'm the old Glassman. The torch. Yes. Oh, shit. Wow. The torch has been passed. I'm the Is new he- Glassman. Oh shit. Yeah. He does it well. He does it very well. Like he, I was also, it- I was surprised how how dedicated Emil was in, <laughs> in picking glass during games during his first games, and I was kind of worried about random teammates. Ber- that are gonna berate him for it because yeah. glass is something that is very rare in team yep. compositions because for real? he's a, he's yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. sniper okay nobody goes in with a sniper if they're gonna go in in a basement <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. so and yet so, i do it yeah yet he yeah. does it and he does it really well like i can we tried, snipe like, a basement like me carlos rafi tried mm-hmm. to do our best to teach emil the basics and kind of mm-hmm. teach him how how some tools work and he just nails it like yeah especially during bank maps like bank games yeah. where he excels uh yeah. using glass he deposits the bullets into their heads <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like it's such oh a different game like having glass as, as someone who just sits yeah. there on the other building in in bank yeah. because most of the time when i play games in bank uh, we're just a five-man team, like going in on the on, on the building. In. Yeah. But for a four-man team with a glass as a support, that was mm-hmm. that was also something. Dude, I had but no it, idea. It's a different like, experience. This whole time, I thought having someone on the roof of parking was a normal thing. You're telling me this is new? No. Nobody does it. No one. <laughs> no people. To be honest, people do it, but it's not a meta strat. Like yeah. it's it's kind of like a it's not a meta strat. Like it's a very you, rare you, thing to do, especially rare, if, super rare. For example, uh, oh, I'm gonna do and mess up people's uh, defenses with Kali in just one round. Uh, what mm-hmm. you're doing, Emil, is that it's the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's afraid now on second floor. Yeah. Nobody Dude, dares to like roam around. No one dares to roam around. Like during the first round, that is when I take heads, and during the mm-hmm. second round and the third round. No one peeks out. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it it's yeah. gotten to a point where we've we've molded our whole strat in in bank uh to to accommodate Emil's glass play. Yeah. Because exactly. we we'd we'd ban uh we'd ban Castle, which is like uh uh he cause Castle's able to kind of put a secondary reinforcement on the windows and doors. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah, on the windows and doors, which prevents sniping, right? So, um, we've now learned that if it's bank and Emil's gonna go glass, we just ban castle. Yeah, yeah. And also, also keep, like keep most of open. most of the normal games that uh, me, Rafi, and Carlos uh, experience in bank is that we always go in alley, like the starting point, which mm. is at the back. But now mm. we are actually confident in going to the front because we have support yeah. with glass yeah. on second floor. So yep. you don't have we like we don't have to worry about people like um 
shooting at us at, at a at a high angle from yeah. from second floor because glass got it covered. Oh. So it's a very different like it's a very different approach now to us. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. This yeah. is exactly what I'm talking about, right? Like like mm-hmm. how I was saying that you can come at this from so many different angles and yep. that's what I enjoy about the game and like I had no idea that me like loving glass like changed up your strategy so much. Shit. Sick. Yeah, and it it actually uh, got us really free. Like yeah, like uh knowing that you're on Overwatch just lets us kind of focus on there's at least one thing if we're taking that part that you're looking at. Yeah, so yeah at least this, the first great. floor. We're just going to sweep the first floor. You go yeah, with the yeah, second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, dude. We, we typecasted you so hard, you got really good at it. <laughs> it's, it is so effective. Yep. Yeah. He, he's a sniper, man. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. And, like, speaking of, like, sniping and shit, like, like that was one of the first questions I asked you boys when I was getting yep. into R6. It was like, where are the snipers? And you guys yep. only pointed me to two people, which was Glaz yeah. and Kali. And now I'm saving up for Kali. So, like, I'm, I'm going to get there. But um, I'm trying to, like, uh, be happy with the other characters as well because I only mm-hmm. recently discovered how customizable their kits are. And I mm-hmm. didn't know, like, that Doc had a 2.0 scope or like like mm. uh rook had like a a good scope or dokebi had a good scope so i'm i'm just i'm just going through the roster turning everyone mm. into snipers <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm and doing when everyone's a sniper <laughs> no one <laughs> <it> is <laughs> that's just what i'm doing i'm just turning everyone into snipers because if i'm far away i'm safe <laughs> yep. true. which which i found isn't actually true <laughs> There are some hey, you people. know what they say if the enemy's in range, so are you. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. The only time I can't retaliate against a sniper is when I'm cap can with a shotgun. Oh, yeah, dude. This game is so ridiculous. You can add a silencer to a shotgun, it's so <laughs> silent. It's so silent. Like, <sighs> while I was playing with attachment. <laughs> While I was playing with attachments, I was playing Capcan. I'm like, oh, his semi-automatic shotgun can be silenced. I wonder what that sounds like. And I put it on and I shoot and I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? That was nothing. It's so quiet. What the fuck? That was just what it sounds like. What it looks like is something else. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a giant, like, uh, a drink cup. On top of us, (laughs) it's like I attached like an extra large subway cup onto my shotgun (laughs) and painted it black. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just having so much fun, man. Like I can't wait to get to all of the operators because like that's been the fun of it, just trying them out, trying their different kits. And Mm -hmm. um, so far, I have bought all of the operators worth 1k renown, so Mm -hmm. I'm all clear there. And I'm now moving on to the operators that cost 10k onwards. But now, first, I'm going to save up for the 20k operator, Kali. Kali. Prince Mm -hmm. Kali. But I think Uh. Glass has spoiled me because his scope is so good. Yeah. Yeah. His scope is so good. It highlights enemies. I can't wait till you get to a point where you're like, Wait, that was an enemy? Why wasn't it yellow? <laughs> no, no, dude, that's gonna happen because I'm so reliant yeah. on it with glass and it gets me so many kills because during those bank maps and like I'm just looking through the window, mm. 
I just swipe back and forth to see if there's a yellow flash. And if there is a yellow flash, I zoom in on that. Like, Jeez. there will be one shoulder in a window, and I will shoot it three times. Yeah. Mm. Third time's the charm. Yeah, dude. It's so fun. Uh, dude, I'm just having I so much fun in R6, and I can't wait to get to level 50 so I can play ranked with you boys. Yeah. Yes, that's the that's the new kind of plateau. I kind of want to get there now because our team comp feels like it's very strong as of late. Like in like the first few weeks was kind of rocky. At least no, f- f- the first day, mm-hmm. the first few no. days. Rafi, it's only been a week. As of late, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I guess. <laughs> isn't, right? isn't that? Yeah, yeah I've only been like six for a week. It's only oh. a fortnight, Rafi. Oh god! And also, right. like um, um, less uh-huh. than a fortnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is true. Man, so, like, yeah. so how different is ranked from unranked? You gotta talk. What? You you, you, you gotta, gotta talk. Absolutely have to call out to everyone. You remember the last game that we have last night, Emil? Yeah. That's mm. how rank feels like. If rank, if our uh, if our random team has good mm. players that speak, mm. because communication is really um, important. I will. I will. Um, I will talk about that more when it is on my week now. So. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, uh, before you move on, have you guys ever seen a tank suppressor? There's Whoa. a suppressor for tanks? It's real. Whoa. It looks like a giant dick. <laughs> how, oh, like a 50 cal? What does it sound like, Looking, though? How wow. quiet can it possibly make a tank? But, yeah, Mix, this might Whoa. be the, the thumbnail for the episode. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Send to me. Send, oh. send to chat. Oh, it is All a right. giant dick. What the fuck? Attach the silencer to the tank. It's a giant camouflage painted Wait, dick. where is it? It's almost as it? big as the tank itself. It's bigger even. Oh, my oh no. God. This is so stupid. Oh, no. Why is this so phallic? This oh, is so stupid. No. Silence the tank. Is this for is this for real? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah dude. Looks like I think there's real. a video wow. with sound. It's pretty darn quiet, all things considered. Oh no! Really? But yeah. oh, it's a tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with R6, and like just discovering all of the abilities has been amazing. Like I like for example, I didn't know that you could steal a phone with Dokebi and have access to all of the cameras. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. I just That's discovered cool. that the other day. I didn't yeah. know that if you down someone with Kavera, you can interrogate them to ping the, their allies. Like, yep. I was on the receiving end of that. I'm like, how did they know I was there? And like, Migs or was it Carlos was just like, yeah. I'm sorry, I got interrogated. <laughs> you ever get, you ever get yeah. interrogated? Has it happened to you? It's happened to me. And I act like initially I was like, oh, yay, someone's going to pick me up. And then her <laughs> face came into my face. And I'm like, with oh, no, makeup? that's an enemy. <laughs> yeah. With the makeup. So bad. It's mm-hmm. so horrid. Uh, you shouldn't have talked, dude. <laughs> you, shouldn't... <laughs> you shouldn't have gave a... You should have chomped on the acid pill. Like the cyanide pill. <laughs> the cyanide pill. <laughs> no, speaking of, speaking of, like, uh-huh. what is R6 in lore what are these operations are there yeah. real operations what's going on oh all right this is the I next think it's, step uh, the lore yeah the lore yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a deep dive uh emil because it's a 
it's Tom Clancy. It's it's, it's based on the book. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Rainbow Team Rainbow is a group of it's like a collection of all all uh, Spec Ops units. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's the Avengers of Spec Ops. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, dog. They so were SAS is here, FBI yeah, is here, FBI. everyone. Yep, and it's that's the, the thing. The best of the like, best. Like, um, if there are very powerful terrorists roaming around Earth, uh, Rainbow will um, catch him, or Ra- Rainbow will stop him. That's that's their own uh, goal. Okay, so and why are these operators fighting each other? This is basically military exercises. These are just yep. practice runs. So why was I bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quiet. I don't, don't think about it. <laughs> don't, don't think, think about, about it. it that much. I mean, it's your imagination. In, in wrestling, they have like blood packets. That's basically it. <laughs> K-fabe, like, oh, K-fabe, bro. K-fabe. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Are you telling me Tachanka has a bunch of blood packets under his shirt that he breaks like, open use, when he gets shot? Use your imagination, uh, Emil. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All of their Kevlar uh, vests have yeah. blood packets on it. Okay, <laughs> they shot it yeah. with a bunch of squibs that explode. Oh, yep, yeah. yep. So yes, this is just combat movies. exercises. Yeah, yep. you can you can just, try it when you when you see a corpse in R six, you can zoom in and you can see they're still breathing. Really? <laughs> oh. And they're trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying not to laugh. <laughs> you zoom in the, on on the pulse. It. Yo, dude. What's up? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> You got me. You got me. Good Good kill. Good kill. (laughs) So like, like what I said earlier, at first I thought the characters were uninteresting, but the more Mm -hmm. I look through the roster, they, they, they actually really are cool and are like characters that have personality, which I really enjoy. So Mm -hmm. do these characters have like a story? Are they connected in any way? Do they hang out? Do the attackers only hang out with attackers? Do the defenders only hang out with the defenders? <laughs> What's going on? I wagyan attacker yun Right, right. What is the social dynamic here at the lunch table? Is there a lunch table for attackers? A lunch table for defenders? This is high school. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm thinking, right? You you can't sit with us, you dirty attackers. (laughs) (laughs) Tchanka, sit over there with the defenders, Tchanka. Oh, God. Yeah, this is... Um, um, How do we explain it? You're in the next level, which is the lore. And the lore can easily be accessed within the game by pressing the operator bio. And then you'll see... You'll see like, like a bunch of stories there. Like yeah. why well, like um some people don't like certain people. Uh, they'll give you also like a psychological profile of the operator as if they were talking to um the psychological uh, expert, which is sometimes Harry. It's just Mira. Uh, <laughs> or sometimes Mira, it's or... no Mira is there. Oh, for tech. the tech yeah, for the tech expert. W- when it comes to the tech breakdown of this operator, it's going to be as if Mira was writing a report on yeah. her examination of the tech. Which Interesting. is great. Like, like, like uh, yeah, Mira, yeah. Mira is Rainbow's uh, R&D uh, head, basically. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, one of the main reasons I asked this is because while I was unlocking all of the 1K operators, each of them mm-hmm. had a trailer. And that's kind of <laughs> right. one of the parts of like, oh, they are funny characters. Like, Because oh, yeah. like, it's so stupid. I love Doc's video. Doc's I love video, Doc's video the most. Doc's video 
is like okay so there's this operator named doc and he's okay. a doctor and his video is just him putting away his medical supplies and the like yeah. him having the speech Ooh. about saving lives and yeah, at yeah, the yeah, very yeah, end yeah. of it he walks away from his medical supplies and he says sometimes to save life you must take life <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah something like that Duh. yeah heal them with bullets yeah yep. dude. <laughs> which he does yeah. amazing it kind and of like, does. and like these these trailers made me like the characters more because it's so singularly focused to what their deal is that yeah. it's stupid like mm-hmm. um i watched dude. the trailer for rook and it's just mm. Rook asking one of his teammates to shoot his bulletproof vest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like standing yeah, at yeah, ease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just standing at attention and he says, I trust my teammates. And then he gets fucking oh, shot. And he's like, mm. so sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And like, um, for example, Castle with armor plating on everything. Yeah, the entire trailer is just an entire room of people shooting at this room and Castle just sitting behind an armor panel reloading his gun and he's like amateurs and I'm like oh that's so cool that's so fucking cool man there's another cool video with Sledge where (laughs) the camera perspective is just attached to this hammer yeah 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 (laughs) POV or a hammer like that GoPro GoPro style video exactly Exactly like a GoPro was glued to the hammer yes yes that's the entire trailer him just smacking a wall over and over again and he taped a GoPro to his hammer I bet fucking Sledge is like singing uh, a Savage Garden song while he's doing it (laughs) In his mind. <laughs> his... I'll be your voice, I'll be your dream, I'll be your fantasy. <laughs> Dude, like, um, yeah, like, at first I really thought they were boring. But, like, after seeing the trailers, after seeing their abilities, after... Dude, like after hearing them mid- in game, that's yeah. that's the, that's the personality check yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good personality. Reinforcing the wall. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Echo got all of us when we first heard him talk <laughs> because right. he, <laughs> we were just like, there's this one round where Emil chose Echo, and for some reason he didn't hear Echo speak. But, but we, you guys heard we, him. Yeah, yeah, we we heard him, and we fucking lose it because he like Echo was like. Was that Rafi? I forgot what he said. But, um, it was um, something to the effect of, uh, "Why do it yourself when robots yeah. do it better?" Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. When robots do it better, and then <laughs> when we first heard it, but what the fuck is this? Is both, this you? We all start losing. <laughs> it's the first time oh, we've man. heard it. It's the first time I've heard that shit. Oh God. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. Good. I've I've been massively enjoying Rainbow, and I've always wanted to get into a Rainbow Six game, like mm-hmm. like a Tom Clancy, like something like that. Mm-hmm. And I've always been so intimidated by how highly complex these games are. But I think mm-hmm. this is the game that I finally got over the hump, and I'm in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Luckily for you that you want to get into the lore, there are actually yeah. There's a huge backlog of videos on YouTube of cinematics, really? cinematics stories, like animated shorts, like oh, like damn. Overwatch level animated shorts. Yeah, because like, years and years um, and years. This new like battle pass, it, it came with a cinematic of fucking Flores selling hot dogs on his off time or something, and I'm something. like, mm, this is interesting. 
Yep. There's always a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking episode title. A hot dog. Oh man. But, I am uh, I am really into this now, but I think yeah. the last thing about it is its loot system. And okay. I don't think I've ever seen it done like this, wherein whenever you lose or uh, whenever you win a match, you have a chance mm. to get a loot pack. Mm-hmm. And Those are for winners, winners, baby. And whenever you don't get the loot pack, or if you lose, your chance to get the loot pack goes up. And the perfect gotcha system. Yeah, the I know. Perfect gotcha like system. I'm rolling for a chance to roll, and I don't know how to feel about that. But since it's just cosmetics, I'm fine with it. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um. That's actually been my week. That's it. I'm I'm looking nice. forward to playing more R6. I'm looking Ooh. forward to watching more anime, watching more Attack on Titan. There's a bunch of anime I watched, but I can talk about it next week. But <laughs> mostly, uh, the big thing that happened to me this week was R6. I fucking love R6 now. Nice. Yay. So, yeah, to continue the R6 train. Yes, like, go ahead, uh, Max, please. Lore-wise, um, but yeah, there's a lot of interesting characters now, like, like you said. And you can check them out. Um on the Ubisoft YouTube channel, okay. but uh, he, I, um, a word of warning because uh, the recent ones are so ridiculous because it isn't tied to counterterrorism anymore, and it's most <laughs> mostly about their own version of Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> like they, like like Rainbow, like Team Rainbow. I don't know why the head of Rainbow <laughs> um, suddenly thought that the best way to train their their group. Is to televise their their training exercises <laughs> in the audience. That's super and make it dumb because like the terrorists can watch that. Exactly. I know. And that's why, like, that's the concept of the invitationals, where people can can witness uh, the skills of these um, operators whose identities aren't in public. But I guess exactly. they are now. <laughs> so I, I everyone understand. Oh, everyone is uh, cheering for Thatcher! Yay! And then there's like in the screen, his full name is there or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blood! From, yeah. from the UK. This is his address. <laughs> Fudge. No, and then my, my excuse like, for that, I think, is what if the whole audience were also military people? Yeah, sure. Right. That yeah, that's just for them. So. I hope. What so, if it's yeah. only televised at military camps and shit like that? That's true. Yeah. That that could work, but it's so bizarre to like watch <laughs> those videos. Like, in in a sense, it is cute and it's actually mm-hmm. fun. But mm-hmm. when you get to the parts where oh, the team won, they're celebrating, and you see Wamai like running towards uh, Kali, like it's a soccer game where they scored a goal. <laughs> like they go. Yeah! wow he does a flip (laughs) but yeah it's something that is so surreal because they treat it as a sport which is okay that's fine because at least it's promoting sportsmanship and all that Mm. shit but like dude you're forgetting you're a counter-terrorist unit you should do your job my hope is that to add to the everyone in the audience is military my hope is that it's a trap Oh God! (laughs) They're all fake tactics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And and yes, I'm gonna use my gadget on. Like I'm gonna use my thermite on this soft wall because that's what we do. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Um. And also, uh, just another hint. Um. Once you finish situations, like once you finish all the situations, yeah. A. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna spoil it for you. 
Okay. A new situation will unlock, mm-hmm. and it's ah, actually a real six. mission. Okay. And six will actually Story assign mission. you to an actual mission against terrorists, mm-hmm. and that's where uh, Rainbow Six only co-op story-driven mission is set in the game. Huh. Only one. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't. Pl- you know, I haven't played that. I have yeah, it unlocked. I, I actually I told you, Rafi, to unlock it before. Like I said, dude, unlock all the situations. Finish all the situations because there's yeah. a good co-op uh, experience. Not Let's not really a good it. co-op experience, but the only um, it, co-op. It, it's, experience. it's there. The only off. Yeah, the only oh, co-op cool. experience that is not in training grounds. Yeah, because cool. I've been trying to finish up the situations, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, um, this is that's just my. A whole two weeks, also, which is basically um, grinding out Rainbow Six because the new battle pass was out. Ah, you uh, won the battle think, pass. How is that? I think last March twenty five, oh. or is it on? Like, no, no, it's not. Not March twenty five. It's basically like a week ago or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, they basically revamped the whole their whole season pass system. Uh, before, um, you just have to pay a one time fee. Uh, for one year and all of the content that is delivered in Rainbow Six for the whole year will be free for you. Mm. Um, this time oh, wow. they change it to to mimic sort of like a battle pass that uh, Valorant is doing except that it's three months so you pay every three months for a different pass and and the operators are um, kind of um, connected to it so if you buy a battle pass the new operator that comes with it will be automatically unlocked for your roster. So something That's like cool. that. And um, so far, the battle pass is, is quite nice. Like, it it lasts three months and it has like 100 ranks. And for each rank, you get something, uh, something that is cosmetic or a battle pass or uh, like R6 points. So uh, you don't feel cheated a bit because every rank there's something like you get a free skin mm-hmm. like a headgear skin or a, or a weapon skin or you get about or get like an extra alpha pack or even currency mm-hmm. so and judging i mean like looking on the content that's in this uh, battle pass it it looks nice like they have this whole heist theme going on where some of the operators are um, dressed casually, like they're, they're now on a stakeout. Just the cast of Oce- of Ocean's Eleven or something, right? Yeah, something like that, or like Miami Vice or something. Oh, the heist and cool. yeah, the heist versions. Yeah, and um, so far it's good. Like uh, they kind of revamp the challenges uh, mechanic or the challenges system, so it's it's a bit weird. We will find out what will happen. Um, next week because so far what they did is uh, the challenges are set for a week long and it's mostly just three or four challenges and then they will like recycle it after a week or two mm. uh, before because like it cycles daily like once you finish with one challenge they will like um, they will change it the next day or something like that so you have constant flow of renown for your account mm-hmm. so yeah, let's see what happens with that one cool interesting and yeah um the game is it's good like well you know the, yeah, the game is good but um how we play it uh well at least in my experience 
um, as someone who's been playing R6, uh, my experience of the game definitely changed. Uh, before, like, yeah, we were just doing uh, situations. We were just doing um, co-op games with Emil uh, and Carlos. And we're not really that into multiplayer. When we got into multiplayer, uh, it was basically me just solo queuing or me with Carlos uh, playing. And then Rafi came along. Mm-hmm. And that was where <laughs> a bit of the experience changed because the more we are the better the game got mm-hmm. like the better the experience is oh yeah and it, it's it's great like i really appreciate um the i think the growth of all of us in the game like before uh we were just we we're just like running around in circles on the map and we're not like <clears throat> i mean in, in in my experience like i never really thought about um thinking with walls or or ceilings or hatches. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like whenever I defend an area, it's like oh, I'll just reinforce this wall and then I'll just and then mount they come or out plant from the ceiling. My... <laughs> yeah, and then they come out to the ceiling. I have to deal with it. But nowadays, whenever I play, I actually go to the hatch first, oh, yeah. like seal the hatch, do the old cade or the mm-hmm. or the bandit thing. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess um before I find or how I th- thought about the game is it's 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 a slow grind uh whenever a match plays Mm -hmm. and i never really get the pacing of the game itself carlos immediately gets it oh yeah and it it kind of like made me think how i should approach the pacing and yeah i just treat it as a call of duty game (laughs) um basically just run around like uh i don't know like um it's better to be aggressive in this game on oh, yeah, some totally. parts mm-hmm. because how you like the more you are aggressive um the better that you are at seeing people or at seeing targets i'm not mm-hmm. sure why but no. that's the case for me like uh mm-hmm. i am having a hard time just turtling around in one area mm-hmm. and just hoping that my reticle gets a person mm-hmm. but yeah, when plus, i'm roaming or mm-hmm. actively like looking at angles and trying to shift area or room after room yeah. that's a more better like chance of getting uh your targets yeah yeah you're you're being more tactical plus what i've found being aggressive is super good mm. because uh if you're playing against somebody defensive mm. it spooks them yeah it absolutely yeah. spooks them exactly. and honestly as the, as the aggressor you have so many more tools at your disposal like, if you're moving around, sure. you can shoot yeah. this hatch, drop down, go up, surprising from a different angle. But if you're just sitting around looking at a corner or, like, a, a door where someone might pop out, that's all you're doing, right? So, yeah, yeah I found yeah. it recently also now. Use the tools, that's man. also my experience. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever, like, on, on offense, whenever I try to clear a room, mm-hmm. I just go on the door and just focus <laughs> on that entry mm-hmm. and try to... To, ent- to enter that door with as much skill as possible. Like, for example, I'll throw in a flash, and then I'll just proceed at the same entrance. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, what I do, throw in a flash, break the other window yeah. from that same yeah, room, yeah. and then go there instead of the other, like, the main thing. Like, I always try to um, have some sort of um, distraction yeah. for the opponents. You try to change how it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Fakes, jukes. So it's, it's really, like... It really changed how I played the game uh, after grinding like for a month or mm-hmm. two. 
uh, on 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 Rainbow Six, and yeah, like I really appreciate like Rafi. I really appreciate Rafi grinding this game. Yeah, because it made the 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 experience better when we were playing with Carlos. Yeah, um, but like be- like before, like Rafi is just oh, I'm going to help the team oh. by setting up gadgets. Yeah. And uh, being there, just 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 trying to help, trying to um, hold the line mm-hmm. or hold an angle. Yeah. But nowadays, Rafi is doing callouts, which is one of his main strengths. Oh. And then also, fucking saw Rafi using um, what's that program? Oh, like he's shut using up, Aim Lab. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to improve his aim. I was like, whoa, this aim is good. This is, this, this is this is something. <laughs> like, You're playing aim labs. Oh shit! Like aim labs like is before, free. Like I might have. I know. Might have been trying it out. <laughs> but 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 that's the thing. Like before, like for example, in Valorant, uh, you just usually dismiss that. Oh, I can't aim, mm. and I'll let's just play R six nalang because uh, R six is more uh, rewarding, which is true. Is true. At the same time, um, it it kind of makes you feel comfortable but nowadays like oh aim lab you're basically trying to improve your weakness or uh you're trying to improve more 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 skills just like just like a jeopardy contest yeah exactly <laughs> i guess exactly. so yeah exactly exactly like a jeopardy <laughs> oh, consistent <shit>. contestant <laughs> so but yeah and i guess the the other thing that i like kind of reflected uh playing this game for for a week is that Fucking communication is key, dude. Oh yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It is so. It is such a joy. Like, I there are two games this week that made me like um, realize how important it is to just use your your comms even on a random game or like yeah. on a game with a random team because uh, you can only go so much. Uh, without communication exactly. and we learn like R- Rafi and I learned this before like we tried doing no comms it's it is fucking hard, so hard. we had Aww. one so we had one night of just five losses yes. <laughs> and it was it made us fucking sick oh, like right. we we ran it, it made us ran like it made us run it back at 3am and it was like, oh this is not this is not good at all <laughs> I, I message like I I was trying to sleep and I, I just couldn't because we got so salty from the the bunch of losses. And I go back to my PC and I see Migs playing and I go, oh, hey, you up? <laughs> <laughs> and then and, we, and, we, and, played, and we did play, we but three. no comms because, because Rafi can't I, wake up the yeah. news. And so, Migs so. is working, so he can't talk as well. We just aggravated yeah. the losses earlier in the night with more losses. <laughs> yeah, it's Man. so bad. Comms are so key. Plus, it feels so good when your call leads to a kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like um, the the two game the the two examples I want to share or want to tell you guys. Like uh, the first one is uh, when Carlos, me, and I think Emil. Because I I know Rafi was streaming during Friday night, mm-hmm. and um, before that stream he was preparing, and it just left us. It it just left me, Carlos, and Emil in one game, and we were at this, at this um, 
unranked match in Villa mm-hmm. where there are two randos. One is like uh, an Indian dude, so he knows English. Mm-hmm. But this one other dude is like uh, Chinese or Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. And he sounds so mad. Mm-hmm. Like, naturally, the language sounds so mad. Mm-hmm. And, and right. Carlos being Carlos, being bothered by, <laughs> by the language. <laughs> um, he, he engaged. He engaged at the, at, at the random team. He said, I'm sorry, but I can't understand. I can't. I don't get you. Mm. He basically <laughs> said, I don't get you. I don't get you, man. <laughs> and then, and then like the, the, the Indian dude or the, or the Singaporean dude immediately knows what, what Carlos is talking about. Um, the Chinese dude, um, I think he felt like, um, he, he, he was surprised, I think. Mm. And then, he mellowed out a bit and then he said oh i'm sorry my english isn't good yeah like when he communicated in english mm. he wasn't he wasn't sounding mad oh. so oh. it was it was something like I, I was taken aback by it too because oh okay i guess this could work like this this team could work um and then because what happened was uh we got two rounds yata mm-hmm. We lost two rounds, and then that's where the miscommunication happened. And then when we got to each other's level, mm-hmm. dude, we were calling out. We were calling out areas. We were calling out shots. Great. Even the Chinese dude is helping. Nice. Like he was calling out um, characters oh. and and places as much as to his uh, to his skill because you know his English is kind of wonky, but he he made it work. And I was there to translate it to Carlos for some reason if he can't, like, uh, understand it. Like I said, no, no, uh, the dude said castle at, at this area. And Carlos said, oh, okay, okay. And then we fucking, we fucking won that game. And it was Sick. so good. It felt so good. So that's story our, number one. Our friendship. Story, story number two is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it also involves communication. That was um, last night. Me and Emil were playing an unranked on Villa, and then so 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 the, the start of the game goes like this: sub like Migoy was there because he was on Discord mm-hmm. with uh, Raymond Rufail Sata, yeah, and, we just and, hanging out. and a few friends. And then someone in game chat suddenly says, "Hello," <laughs> and then I was like, "Hey, who's that? Who's that?" And I thought it was it was it it, it was Miggy or uh, Peter or some of our friends, uh-huh. and it's yeah. And then, and then we realize it's it, it's it's the dude from the game, and then oh. Emil engaged at him. Yeah, dude. And he, <laughs> like Emil says, "Hello there, friend." <laughs> As he and then does. that's where that's where the connection happened. Like um, first game we lost the round, and then the dude said, "It's okay, we can do this." And then <laughs> and then Emil <laughs> said, "Yes, friend." I know we can do this. <laughs> and then he, he like Emil did it in a sexy voice that it like it it kind of enabled the random talking <laughs> dude to do to reply in a sexy voice too. Like he said, Oh yes, I know we can. <laughs> and I also button, oh yeah. And and it's just a give or take of yeah. of trust. Mm-hmm. And then like it's a very hard fought bell. Um we were like trailing off and then for some reason um every time we lose the round we just says 
no we can do it guys we can do it <laughs> we can and do then this. yes we can do this i believe in you and then that, like, that's basically the encouragement every uh lost round that's basically it like and i then, remember i remember distinctly I, I say to the guy i trust you do you trust me and he says i trust you bro. i trust you bro <laughs> exactly i trust Dude. you bro dang and it then was this. the more the more we talk to this guy the more the better we our do team call, played the better our team played the better the call outs <clears throat> even the other dude is also like the, at first the other random dudes were just silent <clears throat> but they started to call out too like they started <clears throat> to just do vo- like abrupt voice prompt prompts or something like that and then it was it, it was magical i don't know what happened but <laughs> Like every time, like we have we have callouts. Uh, like we even go, oh, I got you, dude. I got you in this angle, something like that. And then it happened, and oh, nice assist, nice shot. So just the small things, the small things of encouragement and praise. Positive so, reinforcement. Exactly, positive reinforcement. It's so effective mm-hmm. in the in the in, in the team. And dude, we won that. We won that game. Like yeah. it's a hard fought battle. Like mm-hmm. overtime match point. Like I. I think we got to like overtime nine or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jeez. Like that that long, mm-hmm. and we never gave up. Um, compared to the other team, one dude actually left. He ducked out. They ducked out when we were starting to catch up. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, they ducked Weak out. Spirit. Damn. Well, well, we remained strong with trust, <laughs> and like. It's especially nice. Like we after? we we feel the guy also enjoyed himself because uh when we were about to like win the game he actually said oh uh guys i have to ask you something like where are you from and and then and bill said this where do you think we're from and then the dude said the dude said like are you are you korean and then we never replied to him like we left him back He'll never, never know. He'll never know. He'll, he'll, he'll never forever knew. wonder who were those two heroes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still trust them to this day. Yeah. It changed my life. Oh my god. He tells you carry to his grave. He, he tells his kids the story of Xenophanes and cheesy chimps. <laughs> like like Gerald's dad. Like it was private Martin yeah. Johansson. <laughs> Oh jeez, like, kids! Let me sit you down. <laughs> I need to teach you about trust and when I learned to trust. <laughs> oh man, it was yeah. Those are those are magical moments, dude. Like yeah, those man. are the two matches that I I will never I forget. Missed it, damn because it! That is yeah, you missed wow. it. I mean, it, it was it was it was it was a joy. Amazing. Like I wish every game of R six is like that because it's just. It's so fun. Like even though we were losing, we were just you got this, dude. Don't worry about yeah, it. You got, got this. this. Yeah. And th- there were, dude. There was. There are no toxic. Yeah. There. There's no toxicity at all. Mm. Like I guess save for that one, like one round of loss. But after that, like when we all talk it mm. over, like when we all go to voice comps, there's zero toxicity. Everything is just having a good time. Everything was just calling out, doing their work. So it was. It was. It was nice. I love it. Nice. Sick. Yeah. R6. We got to play more. It's I love good. it. Yeah, we got to play more. Sick. Sick. R6. Yeah. 
I'll be your Overwatch nice. any day, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. But but yeah. Um, aside from R six, so I was just, um, I was just enveloped with R six energy mm-hmm. all through a week because I was also watching uh the like a like it's not Invitationals but this uh the R six league. So they're also like throwing out esports packs as Twitch drops. So uh, usually mm. I I watch those uh, during the whole work week while working. Mm. Um, and it's surprising to say like I enjoy the Japanese channel more and on Twitch huh. like Japanese R six because their commercials are basically <laughs> tutorials on how to do entries on certain maps. Really? It was so it was so educational. It's a shame because there is no subtitles. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and I really wish Yeah, they're just showing you, but I kinda kinda understand because uh during one of the matches they showed like, oh, this is how we use sledge and how to enter in Oregon. And then they explained what are the good sledge spots to hammer down so you'll have a smooth entry and what hangles to hold after you approach this area. It it is so informative. It really is a shame that uh, I'm not sure if there is a video version of this or an, even a translated version, but it only happens in Japanese R6. Ubisoft, the Ubisoft YouTube channel doesn't have this kind of shit. <laughs> it's such a shame. <laughs> the official channel doesn't have The official have it. channel That's doesn't have it. And it's so helpful to people. Like I've seen chat on Japanese R6, English chat, actually saying, these are really good tutorials. I wish there was tutorial mm. videos like this on the NA channel <laughs> and it's it's such a yeah I would I would probably look for these videos and hopefully there are translations of this because these are really good uh, videos like tutorials uh, but yeah other than that I've uh, watched a, a movie called Ooh. Eraser because I was high with the R6 tactical mm. thing Eraser? during the week. Eraser. So I have to watch something that is also tactical. At first, I watched Executive Decision. <laughs> and it, okay. stars, it stars Kurt Russell and Steven Seagal. But Steven wow. Seagal died immediately. <laughs> and it's up to Kurt Russell to save the day. And um, it's on a plane... Uh, and Kurt Russell is trapped on the cargo hold with a few um, tactical soldiers too, and they're trying to save the airplane or something like that. It's a fun movie, but I'm here to talk about Eraser, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, and he is some sort of like a, a cleaner, like uh, he he basically fixes stuff. He makes people disappear by faking people's deaths and trying uh, to protect like, them like. with their lives. So stuff like that. At first, when I saw this kid as a movie, I didn't think of it like, why is it called Eraser? Is it because of this one scene in the movie where he just said, you just been erased and then they killed him? Something <laughs> like that. That that That's what I thought of it. You've what? been like, erased. Yeah, you've been erased. And then Eraser. Um, that's that's, that's my whole memory yeah. uh, uh, when I watched it as a kid. But now that I rewatch it as an adult, and it has, oh, uh, he works for the 
CIA and he's he is in a like a witness protection program thing where uh, he he protects the witnesses uh, by trying to be careful and if ever the witnesses slip uh, he tries to fake their deaths or something like that so stuff stuff like that Arnold uh, everyday man just like Rock um, and yeah I won't spoil the movie but uh, it's just there's someone who betrayed them and then he's there to clear his name and stuff like that but it's all action it's just Arnold action so it's it, it it's a fun watch at the side when you were working so that's what that that's what I did when I watched the racer uh, it's just ridiculous because um, in this movie they introduced futuristic weapons well not futuristic mm-hmm. now at all because um but yeah during that day like during that year like in 19 like in the late 90s they introduced rail guns and uh, that's what they are in in the movie um the bad guys are using miniaturized rail guns that doesn't use bullets and instead use electromagnetic yeah energy right. and <laughs> it's funny how they depicted rail guns in this in this film because when you get hit by the rail gun you fucking knock get knocked over like Dragon Ball Z style um, from the walls and then the rail guns are heavy and all that shit but that's the Shekhov's gun uh, when they first revealed the rail guns because on the like the third act of the movie uh, when Arnold was fighting the bad guys he spotted two rail guns two rail gun rifles and double wielded it Oh, and okay. <laughs> hell yeah like given given how heavy the railguns are he just fucking one-handed each of them kimbo oh yeah kimbo style and then all of the enemies were just flying <laughs> because of the power of the railgun it's so sick and then for some reason the the movie also features a crocodile because there's a scene at the zoo and then Did the, the crocodile, crocodile have like, a like, like, <laughs> No, I, w- I wish it would, but the crocodile <laughs> kind of ate some of the henchmen. It it was okay. a wild movie, but yeah, it it, it was uh it, it was something. It's not tactical, not at all, because it's because a Schwarzenegger it's, movie. <laughs> it's a Schwarzenegger movie, yeah. But I had fun with it. Where is it? Is it on Netflix? Where? Oh yeah, uh, both Executive Decision. And Eraser are on Netflix. At least okay, on Netflix. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's just that's that's my week. It's just full of R6 and full of weird like old action movies. That's kind of like a nice combo. You supplement your realistic tactical game with turn your brain off action movies. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes you need it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to that's cool off your, your thinking brain. And man, the the stories of like multiplayer and voice chat just bring me back to like the overwatch days where emil would do the same thing yeah. <laughs> oh yeah do his voice actor <laughs> yep. thing and then when we play comp it like we would actually get people to join in voice chat and things usually turn out better that way mm. mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 because yeah. communication is key in like competitive scenarios yeah. you just gotta make the guy on the other side realize yeah. that they're talking yeah. to a person and yeah. once they realize right. that they're gonna be less toxic yeah yeah, mm-hmm. less like not completely. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. Know, like it doesn't eliminate. But no, yeah, they became they become like a bit more controlled. They're, like, all yeah. oh, right, fuck, I'm not yelling at nothing. Yeah. Plus, yeah, points I mean, if you're yelling funny. back. Mm-hmm. 
That's cool. And like in in Rainbow, that matters more so than like the cartoony uh, like shooters we played before. Mm-hmm. That's really neat. Without that, like all you get is sometimes the occasional what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just what a nonsense. So wearing in like another language. It's so counterproductive yeah. that. Carlos got fed up with it that he just go to voice chat what what do you mean yeah. and then people yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, Carlos move that's like, Carlos like, move what do you mean like, yeah. <laughs> like, like at first people would voice chat saying what the fuck is that and then we would just say what do you mean and then they would just they would just they wouldn't back off and then up. type yeah. it type their their thing and then well we're just new to this map so let's just call it yeah. call our shots and then they just cooperate. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah. That's that's absolutely key when it comes to comms. And I've I actually haven't experienced the toxicity you guys talk about in R6, so that's super interesting. It happens. Oh dude. It it happens. It happens a bit. Uh I think it's less prominent because it's not as openly accessible as say like Valorant that's free. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's true. Or like overtly popular as Overwatch. I guess so. I would say you know, stuff like that. I would say Valorant is more toxic. The toxicity of here in this game is like j- just people typing dot 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 or question mark question mark question mark, and then yeah, yeah. and then whenever we engage in, they would say, "Oh, yeah. sorry." <laughs> they would they would say sorry <laughs> and say, "No, no, no I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> we'll I, get them I next really time, think dude." It's the way and then to, go to kind of like I I really think they're only doing that because it was done to them, right? No, like, probably for sure. Like, like the circle of toxicity is just what happens, and that's how you react in that time. And when you, when right. someone kind of cries foul or kind of tries to engage, but not not replicating that environment, like they they snap back to their normal human selves of like, no, wait, oh yeah, that yep, that was bad. I shouldn't yeah, do yeah. that. No, yeah. And I feel like that's yeah, a big yeah. step to kind of like eliminating toxicity. We should just try to also be humans from the get go. We should right. all yeah. just trust each other and talk to each other in sexy voices. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. a good that that's that's the lesson. Oh yeah. <sighs> nice. Very nice. All right. Sick. Uh, I'll you, get man. on the rainbow party eventually. It's just that my eyes suck with the shooters. I cannot also, see. Also, it's like, 80 gigs, so that's oh something. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's that, too. <laughs> like, it was a problem when it was 50 yeah. gigs, and now it's even bigger. Rainbow B. <laughs> I stopped playing Tekken Rainbow because it's 100 Bay. gigs now, too. Rainbow B. Jesus Rainbow Christ. Yeah. But um, the reason I gravitated to Overwatch versus every other shooter is because Overwatch is brightly colored, and I can see these things. That was actually yeah. one of my main complaints with R6 in the beginning, especially with the map that we spawned on, because everything <laughs> just looked like a brown mess, and I That's couldn't true. tell anything from anything, so I totally get you. If... Yeah. Go for it, sorry. No, like, but also back in the day, I didn't have glasses, and I didn't know I needed them, so... Oh, shit. It might be better now, we'll see. I just have to get over the fact of not being scared to die. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in older rainbow games, you die in like one to two bullets. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm stressed out. Dude. Like even in the tutorial stage, like you can uh, die. At here. least no, no. this one, here, I even don't at, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can go away, Bill. I think you're going to say it. Here's the best part about dying in Rainbow Six. You can still help your teammates because you are now relegated to camera duty and actually right, right. calling out people. Like, um, I think that's the best part. Unless all of the cameras have been taken out, whether like 
now you're just useless. But mm-hmm. uh, if you die, you get control of all of the cameras that yeah. your team has access to, and you can scan enemies to ping them on the map yeah. or just communicate through voice comms. Yeah. Or chat. So you, yeah. you still have use even if you're dead. Yeah. Yes. That's how. That's the only value I, I gave the team <laughs> for the no, longest time for like that. 200 hours I just kept dying that's why I'm so good at callouts because <laughs> I'm always on the drone yeah and is Rafi the it? man in the chair yeah. <laughs> yep yeah. pretty much and like and like scanning opponents it like actually has a use because mm. you could ping opponents uh, just for your team or you could scan them freak them out but the thing is when you scan opponents mm. it, it alerts out. them that they've it been scanned them. Yeah. Uh, oh. But the thing is with that is if you're controlling like a bulletproof camera or something, just keep scanning them over and over again, and they get spooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He saw exactly, me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He saw me. Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. People. Cool. Um, <laughs> that's also how you get rid of toxicity, right? Yep. Yeah. People scan them. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know how I can I can top off the big rainbow weekend. That's fine. But I I had some I new new slightly new experiences. Okay. okay. When mm. it comes to the yeah. media, Netflix has also become the thing where like I want to watch something. I boot up Netflix and like I don't want to watch that now. Exactly. That yeah. that has subtitles. That's that true. requires more attention. I don't know like. Right, and I I can't just watch the same old things over and over again. Yeah, even though that's a, like a good um, comfort zone. Like, oh, I can watch Korra again, and while that might be fun because I barely remember the show, like mm-hmm. I've seen that before though. I know how that ends. Yes, yeah. I want to make productive progress with time and watch something new. Right, totally get you. So I look at my old my old files of like TV shows that I have. Uh-huh. And I forgot that I actually have copies of the 2017 Marvel Spider-Man animated series. And uh, um, you know how I am, how I feel about the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon and how bummed I am that that never Mm. finished? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the whole Disney transfer contract thing. And then they ended all their their video games, their TV shows and whatever, and then made new ones under the Disney Mm -hmm. banner. The bummer that makes that sting was because the follow-up cartoon to that was Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> which had Drake Bell voicing Spider-Man. Oh. And I cannot stand that. Really? <laughs> like, I enjoyed Drake and Josh. Yeah. Did he... I, I don't like Drake Bell anywhere else. Did he forget to install the doorknob? Especially as Spider-Man. What, what happened? Dude, no, he he does like the the, the whiny kid voice, so it sounds oh, even worse. Oh. If he did his normal voice, I might have tolerated yeah. it. And that show kind of goes in ways that I like, but the early season is, I, I cannot uh, tolerate the voice. And the animation isn't super good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not bad, but it's something that, you know, my brain goes like, oh, budget kids cartoon, so they can cheap out because nobody's going to care, right? So I see, I like back in the day, I, I came across clips that I assumed was were from that cartoon, the Ultimate Spider-Man yeah. cartoon. But notice that the animation is different. It's better. The voices are different. And, like, the entire, like, uh, art style is also different. This, the suit mainly was, like, um, it looks much like the classic suit, but has some slight modern redesigns. Like, the the centerpiece doesn't connect to the belt anymore. It kind of, like, divides 
in the middle to in has angles to the cuts mm-hmm. to make it more classy. Uh-huh. Like really slight details like that. And like, hey, I can I can dig this redesign. Like it looks like the classic suit, but you can tell it's kind of modernized, etc. Uh-huh. Then I see I see like other clips and hey, that actually looks nice. So I look I look up this show and you know what I really hate about a lot of these naming conventions? What? It took me a while to find this uh, show. Because uh-huh. what do you get when you Google Marvel Spider-Man? <laughs> uh, the movie. True. This is PS4. a problem with the PS4 game, yep. too. Yep. Right? You look up info about the game, you get everything. Yep. That's a nightmare. It's <laughs> a spectacular Spider-Man. There's no like titles to these fucking... Co- Even actually back in the day, like the spectacular Spider-Man, that was a fucking comic series. Yeah, yeah that's... that's- right? That's the problem of being the most popular superhero ever, huh? Right, and like it doesn't help how there was a CGI animated show just called Spider Man. Oh, that was bad. The one with the the it was okay. I, it was I didn't weird. Like it. it wasn't. It's not meant for kids because the the show is kind of uh-huh. it's kind of out there. The one with uh, that was Neil Patrick Harris as Spider Man, uh-huh. right? I yeah, that, that's I just didn't. called Spider Man. That, that one too that is help. also like, Spider Man. That's the Sam Raimi movies too. <laughs> Fuck. I think you go <laughs> Spider-Man 2017, Spider-Man uh, 2000. That doesn't narrow it down too, because there was, I think, another like mini series that was also that came out within the same year. Because mm-hmm. th- this search started off with me looking for Spider Gwen animated shorts. Okay, and that's how I came across this Spider-Man cartoon. So I was able to find like episodes for this the series. I think it got cut off at the third season because it seems incomplete, but. The first two are complete, so I started looking that up. Um, it it it's trying to uh, appeal to the kids who like the live action mm-hmm. Homecoming cartoon. Mm-hmm. So Tony Hawk is the mentor character essentially. It's like a weird pseudo super futury, you know, unexplainable tech. Yeah. And uh, Peter is going to a high school of super science, and that's where you're doing your super science things. Sure. But they're also like um, trying to appeal to a wider audience because Miles Morales is his classmate, hey. and Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man as early as like episode nine, oh. <laughs> which seems really fast. But um, I'm really digging the pacing. I, the animation is like a, a lot more work than I would give it credit for because when they swing, it looks really nice. Okay, there's mm. a lot of like dynamic shots where it takes place, and that's I, I appreciate that. Um, the pseudoscience is, you know, they try to be a little smart without being overtly dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, not completely made up, but also not something a kid would, you know. You know how cartoons are with the pseudoscience where, as an adult, you can tell it's clear bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one is not complete bullshit, but it's also not not exactly re- realistic. Mm-hmm. It hits that middle ground that is, this is still a kid show, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I kind of dig that, but sometimes I'm like... Pfft. Sure, <laughs> Spider-Man. Just, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, um, he tries to explain why, because Miles Morales is learning how to use web shooters, so he's trying to explain, like, why do you do the, the symbol with the middle and ring finger to shoot the webs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Peter mm-hmm. Parker goes, like, uh, because he, when he does the, the spidery stuff, he pseudo-explains it in his head as to how the, the science around mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. So he goes like, oh, I've dabbled with different PSI levels of the web shooters. But in the end, it just looks cool. And like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. okay. A kid would enjoy yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think. 
And um, this cartoon looks to take inspiration from the PS4 game. Because mm-hmm. you know in the game when you get QTE moments, right? Yeah. It slows down everything. You get to look at what you can do. Mm-hmm. And then Spider-Man it uh-huh. out. In the first few episodes, he gets those moments at least once. So, like, a calamity happens, a bus is going to crash into these things. Spider-Man goes into slow-mo, and he's saying out loud in his head, like, okay, what can I do? Oh, if I, if I go at a 45-degree angle here, I can stop the bus, save this guy, do it, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of does that, like, it, it stopped doing that later on, but it was kind of cute seeing those video game QTE moments. Mm-hmm. In a series, You know, yeah. like, hey, if, if you were a kid who got the game... This would be your jam as a Saturday morning cartoon, yeah. right? This would tie it up. And I kind of appreciate that. And like I, I love seeing more Spider-Man media out there because he's my favorite uh, comic book character. He's oh. my favorite superhero. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a cool. Spider-Man. Because he was also one of the first heroes I saw that didn't have his underwear outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. you didn't That's see his real. mouth. My, and mm-hmm. I kind of dug that. Like, you know, yo, he looks cool. He's also a nerd. There you go. <laughs> That came in later, but mm-hmm. yeah, Spider-Man. Seeing Spider-Man is cool. So yeah, I'm just, this is my easy consumption for like, what do I watch when I'm eating lunch? Mm-hmm. An episode mm. of Spider-Man, poof, perfect. 15, 20 minutes, good. True. Done. No no problem, no nothing. No no wasting time looking at YouTube and Netflix for a show I'm not going to watch mm-hmm. as my mm. food gets cold. So yeah, I'm enjoying a, a cartoon. It's lighthearted, but also not completely childish. So I kind of dig that. And it's not exactly Monster of the mm-hmm. Week, but I like how they're retweaking the villains. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where, um, okay. It's it's introducing some like D tier dudes who I don't know. Oh. Because it, it's like a battle of the scientists. Norman Osborn is trying to one up this other scientist guy, and you know yeah. Spider Man is just caught up in the middle of it because he's he's the new hero. Right. And then Tony Stark is also there, so he's a uh, another futuristic science man. Mm-hmm. So that's the kerfuffle, and like um, the rhino is uh, one of Peter Parker's Russian big burly classmates who got uh, accidentally Last injected mates. with a poison thing that an evil scientist had, and like, oh, I guess he'll be my experiment. Then he grows a a wow. horn and becomes a rhino for an episode. Like the the mutagen part of it that becomes a sort of thing. So like the 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 reimagining of the villains is nice. I like the redesigns too. For the the enemy designs, I think it's it's okay. So yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this little cartoon. Yeah. It the fanfare of it doesn't really go anywhere because you know the the title is horrible. Yeah. Marvel hmm. Spider Man 2017. It's just called Spider Man Two. Like when it was a nightmare to search, and we don't watch TV anymore. So I assume this is just going out to whatever limited Disney platform is out at the moment. Yeah, right. It's not available on any of our streaming platforms right now and we don't have disney plus so i can't check that either cool yeah if you can check Mm. out marvel spider-man 2017 the cartoon it's a lighthearted watch with really decent animation for a cartoon plus if you like spider-man he's spider-manning around and he does sound similar to one of my favorite voice actors who have done spider-man and that's josh keaton who does the voice for (sighs) The Marvel versus Capcom 3 Spider-Man. Uh, and I believe at least one of the games and cartoons. Oh, Rafi. Um, remember in Young Justice? Yep. What was the name? Black Spider? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it so was... 
Josh Keaton voiced Spider-Man in Spectacular, yep. the cartoon. Yep. He voiced him in Marvel mm-hmm. 3. And <laughs> he parodied Spider-Man as Black yeah. Spider in Young yep. Justice. Because Black Spider doesn't Spider-Man. Oh. He has like a web yeah. gun. He's just a ninja. He oh. doesn't swing. But in Young Justice, Hella he's just evil Spider-Man. Yep. 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 Like he says web slinging <laughs> instead of web swinging. <laughs> he fucking shoots webs, red webs from like like if he has a black suit like yeah. on the top of his wrist. Then he does like bad guy quips. Dude, it's you know? just evil He's Spider-Man. just a parody of yeah, Spectacular yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. It's absolutely in perfect. DC, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, so th- I don't know who's voicing Spider-Man in this cartoon, but he sounds really similar to Josh Keaton's range, mm-hmm. which is, in my mind, the canon Spider-Man voice, because it kind of also sounds similar to the animated series from the mm-hmm. 90s and, like, the the Marvel versus Street Fighter voice. Like, that that range is, is the Spider-Man voice in my head. And you got to have a Spider-Man who quips, even if it's yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. right? Definitely, number you one. You can't be emotionless, emo... Sam Raimi Spider-Man Oof. or you can't be like asshole Andrew As- Garfield Spider-Man he who, was so quips. mean but as Peter Parker yeah he's hella yeah, mean he's right mean. like he does quips good mm-hmm. I think and the range is there but you know the attitude is not Spider-Man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like um, MCU Spider-Man he's, he's getting, getting there, there right there. it's not full clever but he gets jokes in every mm-hmm. now and then right like not on purpose but it, it's like um, as he was training Miles Morales in the mm-hmm. cartoon, he would do quips, and Miles were like, "Really, Pete? Really?" <laughs> <laughs> and like, you gotta give the quips, dude. That's what gives the bad guys fear, mm-hmm. and like, it's really part of the dynamic. And then Miles starts doing it to him, like, "Yeah, you're getting the hang of it." Cool. So I think that's really cute. That's really. Cu- it's a fun cartoon. Hopefully, <laughs> anyone can watch it somehow. I don't know. This I can't tell you how to watch it yourself. Yeah, this this art style is really good. I I looked at it. This art style yeah, is, I, like I really like this art style. It's so fresh. It's so, like, the lines are so clean. Yeah, slim Spider-Man yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon with Drake mm-hmm. Bell. I do not like how that cartoon looks. I think I remember. Oh, no. This was the one where uh, he's training under Nick Fury. Nova's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he joins the Avengers and, and multiverses it out. Not... They go a bit too far. Not crazy. the Spider-Man yeah. story that I go for. Like I don't watch. I don't. I'm not a yeah. fan of Spider-Man being trained by Shield, a government agency, with other superheroes. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> that's just not what I like. I right. like him like neighborhood but, Spidey, right? Yeah, yeah. Small, small time, small yeah. scale, right? Street mm-hmm. hero. Um, but I do get the appeal for the Ultimate One because they were banking off the MCU mm-hmm. hype. So the thing was, instead of monster of the day, it's going to be hero of the day. Uh, like, who does he cross over with now, right? And that uh, kind of goes into, like, they get a bit classy with it because they play the big guns okay. early. And then later on, he's teaming up with, like, the um, big hands Miss Marvel. And, and like, um, Nova, Kid Nova, yeah. the one who looks like he's wearing pajamas and stuff like that. Some, some sidekicks. Yep. And that becomes his thing. I, I do appreciate that part. But, yeah. Marvel Spider-Man 2017. I'm enjoying it. Uh, for the game part, aside from the new thing, which maybe I'll talk about later, the the new hotness that is consuming it's the world so right hot. now. Oh yeah! I want to talk about something that I am just having an absolute blast with. Magic Legends. And yeah. I know it's not going to be for everyone, but this is pushing all the right buttons for okay. me. <laughs> so Migs talked about this a little bit, but he he held he held his ground because he knew he didn't want to spoil it for okay. me. Okay. The what? Okay. 
so yeah this was the trigger because i also owned this game at the time but oh. to prevent myself from getting the spoiled i finally booted up ai the somnium files on oh. steam uh, oh. yeah. Yeah. okay yeah and for people who are unaware, um, I am a big fan of the Zero Escape series, mm-hmm. b- written and directed by Kotaro Uchikoshi, uh-huh. yeah. who loves doing this kind of stuff. And this is his game after the Zero Escape series, since Zero Escape is done. The trilogy's uh-huh. over, thank right. God. Yeah. And it's great, but good Lord, it jumped platform <laughs> generations. <laughs> So I was, there was a point where I was fearing it would never finish, right? Come the second game where they set up like a sequel and I'm like, that's never going to come out. We're never <laughs> going to play the third game. I'm just going to die in this hole where I can't talk to anyone because nobody played the series. <laughs> so thank God Zero Escape is done. Yep. So AI The Somnium Files is completely new. I mean, it might tie into the universe, but the events are their own mm-hmm. thing. So it it can stand alone, which is perfect. And man, like <laughs> I, I talked to Migs about this already. Zero Time Dilemma, Zero Escape Three, is the ugliest out of the three games from the Zero Escape series. All right, like it's in yeah. full three D. It's fully voice acted. You essentially just watch this graphic mm. novel, okay, and then play the puzzle parts because there's like um. The second game, Virtue's Last Reward, is essentially fully voiced, except for your character, because it's in first person, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, that plays into the plot, too, of the first person perspective, which I actually really like. So the protagonist is completely silent, right? ZTD takes a third person perspective outside of puzzle solving moments. Mm-hmm. So everyone is voiced, even the character you're supposedly controlling, right? Mm-hmm. So that actually makes it really easy to consume, but visually it's the ugliest game because it is the most budget 3DS looking ass game I've ever seen. Wait, if you're um, having a hard time imagining what 3DS ass game looks like, okay, just think about a game that had essentially no money put into it when it comes to 3D animation. Is is and this is this LDR or ZTD? ZTD ZTD is like butt ugly. <laughs> it's like Telltale, Emil. That's basically it. But but worse uh, okay. because it's animating at like 15 <laughs> frames per second. Oh no. Hmm. Uh, I'd say the framing is a lot classier than Telltale because Telltale has that thing where it it calculates what you're doing and then has trouble loading cutscenes. That's why it looks jank. But yeah, that level of nothing is mocap, everything is hand animated, but it looks like it was done by two people. So you have like, oh, move your arm here, stop. Then full dialogue happens, <laughs> right? Like they're, they're dolls moving. That's what it looks like. The most budget-ass budget cutscene ever. Gotcha. So AI The Somnium Files looks le- leagues better because <laughs> everyone animates really well. Like it, it's the same style, but, you know, done with much more care. Mm-hmm. And what I appreciate is when characters talk, not only are they animating in the scene, mm-hmm. like they look around like, uh, when when somebody's talking to someone else, they will look at that character and act accordingly. Mm-hmm. And then their avatar that comes in with the dialogue is also in 3D. But the faces are animating the exact same way. Like all the lip syncing is is spot on. So they're animating in an avatar form as they would if they were a 2D image. Like you know how uh, 
uh, 2D graphic novels have like canned animations for characters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like there's a character in their thinking pose, in their yelling pose, in their calm pose, etc. Think of that. But the mouth is animating exactly the same as the model in front of you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's it livens up the scene just from that. But it's not also one to one because their eyes also animate separately. So the avatar will animate in all their canned methods. Right. But even if their lip syncs are the same in the actual stage, their eyes are looking properly where they're supposed to. Mm. So say the avatar is looking directly at you. So the, like the character's head is tilted, it's the eyes are looking to the right towards you, the player, mm. right? But in the scene, the character is talking to someone on their left. Their eyes are looking left because they're talking to another character. Mm. Mm. So I, that little fucking details like that just make it seem a lot more lively. And also, it's fully voiced, which I really like. And yeah. even the like, even the yeah. non-important characters have voices, which is surprising. Yeah, everyone is fully voiced. Um, maybe not not everyone, but even certain like minuscule, nameless NPCs. Yeah, most of them will have full voice dialogue. So I really appreciate that. Also, how they sub because the game takes place essentially in first person. Mm-hmm. How they subvert. Uh, the character being silent is you have an AI companion which your character is missing a left eye so your AI companion is your left eyeball because get it I AI that happens a lot the name of the character is Aiba which is a pun of AI eyeball and Aibo in Japanese which means partner comrade Wow, because Japan, oh, yeah. so that's so many triple quadruple yeah. entendres, right? But they they take that so far even later on. But yeah, they subvert. You know, it's it's the it's like um, guts from Berserk, where he has what people argue is is that a made up sprite that only the protagonist sees? Oh, okay. So the character has someone to converse with, making him not a silent protagonist, right? Because he's mm. talking to someone, there's a reason for him to be fully voiced. Yeah. Right. And the the eyeball is actually a proper character because it can pop out and manifest a little like gelatinous body. <laughs> like it's got tiny arms and legs and even ears, so it looks like a little pet. Yeah. It's that you can that character is not only you can talk to. And they take it even further where if only you are talking to it. It will sometimes become an anime girl. Yep. Not because it's creepy and whatever. It's because the the AI is like, oh, you like these kinds of women, right? So I'll become one of them so that you can talk to me easier. And the character's like, what are you talking about? And like, I've seen the inside of your mind. You can't bullshit your way through this. Uh. <laughs> and the AI is incredibly sassy as a character. It's It's incredible. The dialogue is absolutely amazing i can't describe it yeah. it's just it's uh like it's so quippy it's so good if if the zero escape series are serious and just tries to be funny in its way this one is like unchained unchained humor unchained dialogue right. okay uh they don't have any like limit there there's nothing to limit on how goofy the characters can be and that's how um, endearing the characters are in this game, because right. it has that sort of goofiness to it. 
Right. And it, it's not like absurd goofy. It's believable goofy. Mm. Yeah. Right? So, like, if the scenario is heavy and you, you're, you like, in, in point-and-click uh, uh, detective mode, right? You're clicking on objects and your character will monologue what you're clicking to describe it, right? Even if the scene is tense... Sometimes your character will still joke because he's thinking in his own mind, right? Mm-hmm. And the joke will come out as a topic of conversation because your AI companion can see your thoughts. So it's yeah. it's justified in that regard mm-hmm. where like why like somebody's dead right in front of you, so why is your character joking? Because he thought of it as he was looking at this object, right? And because he thought of it and somebody commented on it, it then becomes a conversation. Mm-hmm. Justifying that little joke, right? And that just um, it, it's believable with how that character is. And um, you could even know these character quirks beforehand if you look in like the the character archive log and see the descriptions because it just bears it all in front of you immediately if you look. Mm-hmm. And it can even become like a, a point of conversation later on. It's just, it's super charming. Like I like all the characters here. Yeah. Even... Mix, did you talk to that forensics dude with the mask? Uh, just during the, like the introduction. Uh, oh, you scene. didn't talk to him so, the other two times, uh, especially when like, you're with the the twelve year old. Oh, not with the twelve year old. I'm not, I'm not dude, yet it's, there. It's actually. amazing, like this nameless dude with the forensic mask, which is a consistent design. Yeah, is like you ask him, "What's your name, dude?" And like, we've worked together for years. How do you not know my name? Then you ask yeah. him again, "What's your name?" seriously you don't know my name it's this it's kagami then you ask him again what's your name are you for real it's kagami you idiot so you're you're the the character with you the 12 year old is like are you serious are you being mean or what or are you just stupid his name is kagami then the forensic guy goes like oh yeah he knows this is just a thing we do (laughs) and then they laugh about it later on interesting and then yeah. it becomes a thing again later. Like if you see him in like the the cold storage room, if you reach that part, he's there, and that becomes another joke, <laughs> with with different dialogue this time. I so think I think that's that's actually really cute. So far from what I've played, I think my favorite like bit there is whenever um, Iba goes out of your socket and talks to you, and usually during these conversations, you will get like a little window of what Iba is seeing yeah so usually he will see the protagonist and you will see so basically you're seeing yourself and if you actually talk to that to that window he will go hey beautiful hey handsome he sees himself because right yeah he sees himself so it's like a bit of him talking to himself and then aiba will comment like you're an idiot for doing this every single time (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Because he does it every single time. If you click that dialogue option, it'll always be there <laughs> at least once. <laughs> um, the purpose of that little window is to show you like clues or whatever they're referencing, right? Mm. But it's explained because it's it's essentially like a Google Glass screen, specifically yeah, yeah. just for you, and that's how your character reviews like scenario. Because he's a he's like a police detective, right? Yeah. So you're solving murder cases, and that's how it like the the evidence pops up. But because it's a functioning electronic eye, when the eyeball does physically pop out, Mm -hmm. it shows whatever it is looking at. So if um, the rare scenarios where you can look around, you can see your character's head looking around as you do that. 
and like it's a bit jarring at first but then you like they they play around that sometimes where like um because the ai is future tech it can connect to the car and manually it'll drive for you mm-hmm. so the the one scenario where the eyeball was in the center of your steering wheel and then you see its perspective I was thrown off like, why am I looking at myself? And I look at the steering wheel and I see the eyeball and like, oh, no wonder I'm looking at my chin from the bottom up because you're on the steering wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's conversing with you and the character beside you. So it's it's really clever with that part. And I think that that brings so much life to the to the game. And it's really entertaining throughout the entire thing. Um, in, in the previous games, you sort of get fatigued listening to the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're reading it most of the time. Yeah. But this one, like, I'm just enjoying everything about it. And plus the mystery is kind of pushing me to keep going. Like, the reason I'm just not playing more is because I want to stream all of it. Because mm. I'm just I'm just having so much fun. And, like, mm-hmm. when it gets really anime stupid, I'm just losing my mind even more. So this character is, like... um. I also like how, uh, you know, in Japanese media, especially when it comes to female characters, if you're above 20, you're old in anime law. Yeah. Wow. Like, think of my Valentine from Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks like she's in her early 30s, mid-30s, uh-huh. at most late 20s. Yeah. She's 20 years old. That's bonkers. <laughs> and she's in a full-on girdle, wears makeup, yeah. you know. She's flirting with a 16-year-old who looks like he's 26. Yeah. yeah. Or like in Dead or Alive, who's the oldest character? It's um, the rich Helena. girl, what, Helena? Or Helena, something? yeah, Helena. She's 23. I know. <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> what? Right? Like in anime rules, if you're above 20, you're old. If you're above 23, you're ancient. Wow. <laughs> this, does, this game doesn't care. You have female characters who are hot as nails. Mm-hmm. Who's 42? Yeah. Sick. Oh, your, oh, that's your awesome, protagonist yeah. is they, 36 that's super kind, refreshing to hear from a japanese game made yeah. for us yeah, yeah they kind of break tradition or like old old-timey like traditions of japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. media that's good yeah i it, mean it really doesn't care about the 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 age gap of these characters it's just really trying to present the story to you right that's good um, because like we've explained the concept of christmas cake on this on this oh, show yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. oh right <laughs> shit they're Actually, there's a character who, like, um, you you visit this building who has a this really hot receptionist with the biggest tits in the world. Okay. And sure. it's not just the design. Your character comments, like, because you go into this building and take the furthest seat from the receptionist. Mm-hmm. And you look around and, like, I wonder what I can click at. And that looks like a, a 3D model moving in the background. I click on it. And the character goes, like, there's a receptionist with really big tits halfway across the room. <laughs> And then you converse with her, and then you find out like the, you're super flirty because your character is also like, he's he's 36, but he's a single and kind of a sleaze. Yeah. Because cop, I guess I don't know. Yeah. So he flirts with this lady, and she tells you like, um, your character asks, "How old are you?" And like, "Oh, I just turned 32." And then your character goes like, "Wow, really? You don't look it at all." <laughs> So like yeah, she she brings it up now. It's she's not confident to go out anymore because she's considered old. Uh-huh. And uh, Emil brought up the Christmas cake thing, where no, if yeah. you're past thirty, you can't get married because you're too old, etc. 
So like, actually, yeah, like it, it's breaking these misconceptions of, or maybe not mis these, these stereotypes yeah. of old characters, right? Actually, I wonder if it is the the original intent of the developer or the director, or it's sort of like a localization thing, where where the localization team changed the numbers of the age. It could be because they they've been known to do that, depending to to match mm -hmm. like to make um, it more like appropriate at this at this year or at this at this Time, age yeah. where um like this type of of um thing is is sort of old fashioned and they're trying yep. to change it i i'd argue that because of the nature of this game and given how it's not like a big triple a title mm -hmm. i don't think they'd put enough effort to do that it would be easier to Fair just enough. raw ass translate this right because nobody mm -hmm. would look at this twice. They probably wouldn't even... Like, the ESRB probably wouldn't even reach that far. Mm -hmm. They probably wouldn't even see the age of the the girl you live with. Right. The daughter of whatever. Mm -hmm. Who is 12. But, like, <laughs> when I was on stream, people were going like, Oh, hey, she's cute. Look at this waifu. Uh -oh. And I'm like, dude, she's 12. Oh, Stop. No. <laughs> oh, Lord. But even then, the characters are like, She's really mature for her age. Most people won't even know she's 12. Like, as they converse with this character. So there's a bunch of that. Also, like, um, the male, the kid boy character who's very Ultraman Tokusatsu. You yeah, think he I was 16 that. with how he acts and talks? You find out he's 24. And I don't know if you got this far, Migs. Um, there's a, there's a big dialogue conversation before one of the endings where you find out that he, like his troubles growing up and how he's dealing with the the oh. stress that he's a disappointment to his family and all that and then how he wasted his youth because he misunderstood his parents feelings because you know like we okay. all reach that rebellious phase where we think everything our parents does is just trying to shut us down or limit us to what we're we're doing right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or um the the prime example is this kid was kind of spoiled as a child so that that uh, little thing where he's collecting stickers from this chocolate package that you buy. Yeah. So uh, his mom comes home, buys chocolate with stickers too, like collectible stickers, with a really similar name. But because she's a mom, she doesn't know any better, right? To her, it's all the same. She comes back, gives the chocolate to the kid, and the kid is like, no, you got the wrong thing, you dummy. You're stupid. So the mom is like, I'm sorry, I don't want to, I, I like, I'll, I'll make it right. I'll go back to the store. But the mom is like, you know, she feels really guilty for getting it wrong, mm -hmm. etc. And then the dad call like, sees what's happening and like gets mad at the kid. And that becomes like a thing. So that's a very real scenario that probably happened to most people. Because we're kids, we're stupid, right? Yeah. We assume mm -hmm. they know what we're talking about. Because to us, that's the only thing that exists in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, imagine asking for a Power Ranger and getting five men instead. Oh, yeah. That's happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Like, or uh, you take it a step further. You ask for the Megazord, the classic yep. Megazord. But since that aired late for us, like at least a year late, yep. right? Because we wait for it to finish in the States, then they import mm -hmm. it here. So the toys are near impossible to find due to their popularity. <laughs> So you get the next Megazord toy. But since you haven't seen it, you don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So, but uh, you don't know how hard it must have been for your folks to find that toy. Right? Yeah, dude. And then you get mad at them for that, even though they put the effort to get it for you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was probably like mega expensive. So wow. that little scenario like is something you don't really see so often. And it you know it, like it weighs heavily on the kid. Like he regrets acting like that years later, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So very real scenarios too, which is why I really like I like all the characters, even if they kind of suck. There's like <laughs> uh, endearing qualities to them mm-hmm. that are you know, because they they act like people, they talk like people. And they also are foolish like people. And when they act off, that's when the mystery comes in. Like, how involved are you with, with these murders that are happening, et cetera, et cetera. And um, you know, when, when on the topic of portraying just people, like, Migs, did you meet Mama, the character no, Mama? I am very, very early into the game, to be honest. So there's a, there's a character who runs a bar big gay man mm-hmm. okay like looks like a man dresses like a woman voiced as a man but nobody gives him shit he's like one of the coolest characters in the game cool cool and how it links to your character is because he acts as an informant oh okay so that's how important Mama is. But Mama's like very cool and like you don't see that in a lot of mainstream media even outside of Japan right like the the representation of you know these people just exist it's, in this uh, world sometimes. It, it's there, but it isn't. Uh, it's seldom. It's uh, yeah, it's a it's, rare. Yeah, it's very thing. rare. So when I saw that character, like like even the Yakuza series, who's like very melodramatic, mm-hmm. are sometimes afraid to dabble into this sort of territory when it comes to portraying characters. They either go over the top, mm-hmm. like stereotypical when it comes to representing uh, homosexual characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or straight up just cross dress as a joke. Yep, yep. Meanwhile, like Mama, when Mama shows up, nobody fucking bats an eye. That's good. And then you hear Mama speak and like, this is a cool character. <laughs> this character's very smart. I like this character. That's good. Cool. That's progressive. Yeah. Japan, good Super. job. Japan. I, I, I'm really enjoying you, AI but... Somnium Files. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really... Th- this is probably like... I'd steer people to Zero Escape first because I love that series, but... If you were to play any game from this mm-hmm. man, this is a good one to start with. Mm. It's yes. the most yeah. it's the easiest to jump into. It's the newest one too. So there's that. And like I'm really liking the story too. The gameplay is not really involved. Like the puzzles are significantly easier and more yeah. streamlined because it's it's just it's point and obtuse. click and there isn't that much puzzle actually. It's, it's, it's not really just, a puzzle. It's find the correct sequence, uh, right? Yeah. And then it's if like, you fuck up, just retry. Yeah. It's like Phoenix, and, right? Where it's just find item yeah, or... Fi- find the correct sequence, you win. Yeah. Um, the only game part about it is because how you do it is you're, you're inceptioning this person. You're diving into, this, into their minds with a machine yeah. mm-hmm. to sort of pull out details from them. Right. Which they'll be unaware of. So the, 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 the puzzle is their psyche of the moment, right? And you're trying to piece the scene together. But since it's a dream, it's very obtuse sometimes. So they cheat by just changing things around you. So your character will black out and then, hey, there's new objects in the scene. And then, hey, new puzzle route, right? So not much game, but I'm really liking the story presentation and the mystery behind this. I've gotten one of the endings. I've reached a stump 
What? Like a, a, There's a an path ending? with a very, a very big reveal that I have not found a single answer to. Like you a definitive who done it, <laughs> at least for one. Interesting. And then it hardwalls me because I don't have enough info to continue. It's not an ending. So it's it just still, stops me from progressing. It's still similar to Zero Escape where you have yeah, to yeah. Flow replay chart. a lot Flow of chart, things. branching paths, yeah. Awesome. Very nice. So I can't wait. I really want to play more. But because it's a, it's a graphic novel developed by Spike Chunsoft, it's <laughs> long <laughs> because yeah. you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. At least this like one is, is a proper game, unlike the CTD, which is basically you're watching it, and then yeah, this is this puzzle is more time. graphic novel than movie. Yeah. Because a lot of it is first person, and you can because it's in 3D, you can look around the environment as you converse with characters, right? And click at stuff, so that's pretty nice. So yeah, AI the Somnium Files. That might sound like a made up word, but they do explain it in the game, so don't yeah. worry about it. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, that's my week. Um. Are we at the Rex, boys? Are we oh, here? God. I still we have Rex. Here. Oh, shit. Get oh, my God. All right. God. So, in this, seg- in this segment, we will wreck, amend something outside of the usual. But it, it usually lines up to our interests still. Yeah. Uh-huh. About what, whatever. So, I'm going to start it off because I did sort of tease about it earlier. The new Ooh. hotness Ooh. in the world oh. right now is Monster Hunter Rise. Oh. Oof. Rise Nintendo up, Switch. gamers. Big, biggins, big Monster Hunter, big game. One of the three divisions of Japan. <laughs> yeah. Which I know some yeah. of you have well, seen. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. That was so <laughs> real. Monster yeah, I mean, Hunter. Emil, what is the big three of Japan? The big three right now. The three has, nations of Japan. <laughs> that has separated Japan into regions. All right. Apex, Monster Hunter Rise, and Uma Musume. <laughs> I like that Apex Legends goes Ape- from Fukuoka to fucking yeah, Osaka. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah Rafi, imagine yeah. imagine the map of Japan divided into three warring kingdoms. Yeah, One kingdom is Apex Legends. Yeah. One is Monster Hunter Rise, and the other one is that anime horse racing mobile game. Yeah, it's yep. so weird. Is this like a so horse based on data? What? Uh, based on yeah. streamers, Whoa. streaming like, activity. And based on Japanese based... Twitter right now, those are the three big games everyone is like <laughs> repping right now. All right. Wow, no Dragon the Quest. Kingdoms. Interesting. Yep, no Dragon wow. Quest. We're, we're living in a new <laughs> got, age, man. Dragon Quest is old news, baby. Monster Hunter is, Rise is, is the Dragon new Quest hotness. the no, Airbenders? No, no. Horse waifus. Is Dragon Quest the Airbenders <laughs> that got no, wiped but, out? But, fucking... Monster Hunter literally came out yesterday, dude, and it's yeah, taken it over. Oh, that's Why Japan for years. Yeah, that, that is. I Japan. was surprised that Among Us isn't a kingdom in Japan right now. No, it's, the not. it's been long enough. Yeah. Right? It's been long okay. enough. Yeah. Plus, plus, so. like, dude, you cannot underestimate the love of Japanese for like gambling racehorses that that's have been true. turned into waifus. No, no. especially I'm, as, I'm, like they liked it already as regular horses. They mm-hmm. liked it when they put Street Fighter characters on it. They liked it when they put Gundams on it. Yeah. Now they're straight up just waifu horses. Yes, just that's waifu the horses. strongest it's ever been. Dude, dude, little fun <laughs> fact about this Uma Musume thing on Japanese Pete Twitter. Musume. Like, if you've noticed, there's hardly any, like, lewd fan art of these Japanese horse girls. That's true. And, and that is so because the real horses they are based off are mostly owned by the Yakuza, <laughs> and no yeah. one wants to offend them. 
okay. But what if the Yakuza likes them? <laughs> what if the Yakuza likes <laughs> loot fan art of their horses? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's the title. I'm sure some will like them, right? Dude, yeah. They're gonna be like, so kawaii. Oh, kawaii, kawaii. <laughs> you, you I understand. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll recommend Arex Gaming on YouTube. Mm. Classic. R A R E K K Z. Yep. Because this man, the hunter man, this hunter man mm-hmm. probably has the most digestible weapon tutorials out there. Oh yeah, True. he makes since worlds. Um, he has this nice soothing. Is it British or Australian voice? And just probably. gives clean weapon tutorials. I've been following him since Monster Hunter World because Lord knows you need <laughs> these weapon tutorials because the game is not going to tell you any of this. Mm-hmm. And because Rise has it, it. Monster Hunter Rise follows a lot of new stuff that World did, but has also changed the bunch, especially with like uh, the weapons, which is very crucial to your your hunting, yep. right? Yeah. So, I've found myself going back to Eric's gaming to look up how to do attack with this weapon because the old input does not work no more. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> And I've seen people do it. So how to do? Because game won't tell me. So yeah, Eric's gaming is very key, I think, and short, informative videos also. So yeah, sick. We will give the links in case you cannot search the man. But yes, A R E K K Z. Mm-hmm. That is my wreck. I'm gonna wreck it. Oh yeah. Oh, sick. 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 Rex. Who wants to go next? Okay, I got mine. Uh. I've been watching something kind of relaxing on YouTube just to, I don't know, like, uh, as with all things, I got into it first because of wrestling. So, there's this... <laughs> okay, <laughs> you gotta break the wall yep, with wrestling. There's this, uh, okay. Wrestling is the gateway to all media. Um, there's this one YouTuber called Dr. Bo Hightower. And what he does is... He does the chiropractic adjustments on all the famous athletes and he YouTubes it. And it's pretty satisfying. Oh, I'll tell you what. Interesting. Um, like famous athletes? Famous athletes, Isn't WWE that like superstars. Like, oh, yeah. nice. It's like today I will crack the back of Roman Reigns. Is that his... <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, it's better That's than that. Content? It's better than that. Uh, he goes, this one thing I'm looking at is... Miro is a crack addict, but it's cracking the back. <laughs> okay. Man. Wait, wait, wait. Got him. Got wait. Him. I have a good question. Yeah? Do the wrestlers sell it? I don't think they need to sell it because it looks like it hurts. <laughs> and they really... Like when they crack the back, do they like tap yeah. out? And, like, <laughs> do they go nuts? And then they fire up on him. They stand up again and start, and yeah, start no selling the cracks. <laughs> and then yeah, they go to. The I can just imagine the chiropractor the like, like he gets them in a hold mm. and it feels like a pin to the yeah. wrestler, and they just instinctively mm-hmm. kick out. And then they start. Then you th- see when it. They're, you see it when the room, there's ropes when they're being held. Uh, they try to start a clap just to get that energy back. <laughs> they go clap, yeah. clap, 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 and then the audience <laughs> gives them power. <laughs> man um, no. I, re- I really wish there is a chiropractor youtube channel where this dude is just dressed up as bane and that's his shtick <laughs> like he he will handle someone uh else's service and then he will just say i wonder what will first give in his spirit oh, or his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i swear he should actually really do it <laughs> 
because yep. some of these oh cracks God, are yeah. chomping. Especially these wrestlers. Um, oh. my, I, I first got into it because of uh, Bobby Lashley. Because like uh, he was one of the Ooh. videos that I first watched. It's uh, Bobby Lashley gets uh, Bobby. hammered. <laughs> I think or I don't. Uh, think. <laughs> can Bobby you Lash- can you Cairo? Huh? Can you handle Bobby Lashley as a chiropractor? I feel like if you ha- mm. okay. watch it, I feel like Sorry. if you if you stretch mm. him, like you will get eaten by his own muscles. <laughs> He looks, like, he looks like a living Bruce Tim character with how wide he is. You are so is. right. Yeah. And those chicken legs. Mm. Belong to KFC, <laughs> baby. Crunchy. Walking triangle. Yeah. But you can you can really see like the improvements that when when he does it, he ra- he asks Bobby Lashley to like raise your arm. So it just goes up like here, mm. like uh almost kind of forward instead yeah. of up. So when when he does the adjustments, uh, raise your arm again. And it's like fully up, standing straight. But he went through pain to get that up there. But like, it's fully up, standing straight. And he's looking at it, and he's like, "I haven't been able to done uh, to. I, I haven't been able to do that since 2017." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, man. great. Um, like what made it, like what sold it, like the most to me is that the image for Bobby Lashley was that, or I think the first, uh clip of Bobby Lashley was like Dr. Bo Tower kind of using a hammer and the chisel to kind of crack Bobby Lashley's neck and like holy shit what the you hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. like he's using a hammer and he's kind of he looks like he's sculpting is Bobby Lashley cage? yeah this is the he, this mean, is the thumbnail he does look like a big rock yeah. <laughs> like a cage. very this chiseled. is the thumbnail yeah he's 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 sculpt. He's got a mallet, like sledgehammer level mallet, and he's like pounding down on this little nail that's hammering down Lashley's shoulder. And I'm like, that can't be real. That's gotta be like <laughs> clickbait shit, right? That that can't be right. And then I I watch it. It's actually really entertaining, and you can see the relief on this man that he is now <laughs> able to move. And raises raises. Uh, oh, bless his soul. Also, Interesting. I couldn't move until I saw yeah, this man. There's also one bonus where I also do, didn't believe what I was seeing. Like it's also one of the first clips in the whole video. He's taking that same hammer and chisel, but it's right up Bobby Lashley's butt, like his tailbone. Damn. It's and I'm like, what's going on? Like he's also no selling it. Like he's not. No one's drawing attention to it like it's just happening let's go watch it it's it's great i watched it on i kind of showed it to the stream uh the other day like uh, on the friday stream actual and then we got raided we got raided at the exact same part (laughs) when the tailbone hammering was happening and we were like this isn't what it looks like (laughs) i swear to god to be honest that feels so That sounds painful. I don't know. Hammering on yeah, the tailbone. Who knows? That might get them to stay. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Because they got to know. So yeah, Dr. Bo Hightower <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, it's spelled uh, D- Dr. D-R period B-E-A-U Bo, like the French word. Bayou. Bo Hightower on YouTube. I'm going to recommend. I am going to wreck it. This is... this. You're gonna wreck it, right? Yep. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 
Yep, this is weird because I typed it in my search bar and the first thing that came up is Dr. Bo Hightower wife. And I'm just like, mm? <laughs> what? what? What's that? Mm? That's... Is there news about this? Uh, I no, it's, I think it's what people are wondering because like whenever Bo uh, Hightower is like adjusting uh, female athletes, like it's always the most provocative t- thumbnail also. <laughs> So I feel like oh, people okay. are, are searching. <laughs> people are searching if like, does his wife know he about this? But most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, it's his wife filming the, the thing. So oh, so, the yeah. video. And this, this doctor looks like yeah. he can destroy us basically. Yeah. Like this, this man, this this doctor is built like he can kill us. Yeah, th- this man. If <laughs> built to if destroy. this man can yeah, give Bobby Lashley pain, he can. Oh, mm. yeah, he can kill yeah. anyone. He can Thanos snap me. He will kill again. He will kill again. Yeah. I think there's one where it's it's. Uh, I think he should go with this name and convention moving forward. It's like, uh, uh, Doctor Hightower uh, cracks uh, female athlete uh, fitness models back while wife watches. <laughs> You should just go with that. <laughs> I like one of his like videos is like the th- the video title is just loud cracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in capital letters. He does make compilations of like oh, the God. loudest cracks. So that's satisfying oh, too. Sick. I want one. Loud I want the chiropractic thing. It's uh, it makes me feel so jealous it's... that like I want like, one. I've tried it once. Mm-hmm. It feels really good. Where where where? It does. Is it in Karada? Karada. Is that what Karada does? Karada, uh, Karada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to Karada over in uh, Serendra. Uh-huh. Like, I tried it once. The lady said that, like, my right leg was longer than, like, like something, like, it was something oh, weird yeah. that happened. And, like, she that yeah. means your posture is terrible. Yeah, and then she, like, <laughs> it's it's something about me putting too much weight on my right leg all the time. And then, like, she did yeah. something to my back. It cracked a whole bunch. And then I felt good afterwards. So, mm. I dude, I have the same experience in Karada where I have. Like the lady said, oh, you you have a misaligned like leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what they did is they have this contraption where it's like a bed, but yeah. it's not. It's, it's like the a loud torture table. device. Yeah, the loud it's, table. Yeah, the loud that they table. put you on that it clicks and clacks and slams. Uh, yeah, it feels like those are the cracks, but it's not. But at the same time, wait a second, this feels good. Yeah. Uh, There's a karate in Mega Mall and in Galleria Ref. Mm-hmm. But you know, too bad it's pandemic the pandemic, times. and we're yeah. now on enhanced community <laughs> quarantine. Hey, yeah. I do want to go it. back to Karada. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday! Oh God, sick! I want to get a one year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, wait, we still have two wrecks to go. Go for it. Do you want to yeah. go yes. first, my man, or should I, I go? No, no, I can do it. I can do it. Go uh, my wreck is a YouTube channel called Bad or B A D with the A. As capital, oh, I think Rafi yeah, knows who baby. this is. Bad, bad so, good. Um, <laughs> bad good. <laughs> how do you bad even good. search for this? Yeah, how do you no, search this? Uh, B capital A and D. But yeah, basically, what came he out is as Michael Jackson's oh, bad. Right. Yeah, dude, it's hard. It is hard. It's, I don't he know. I don't know. Like uh, uh, Rafi, Rafi first. Rafi first shared this to me because he told me, R6. "Yo, Mix, check out this fucking ninety-nine percent." <laughs> Foolproof Straft and Cafe Dotoyevsky. <laughs> and then, okay, okay, okay. And then I saw it. It's like, it, oh, it's an ELA video. Uh-huh. I want to see this. And then 
Ooh, man, this what's that? this this guy delivers Rainbow Six strategies, yeah. but okay. um, he does it in a way that okay. it's segmented to one strat or one yeah. map or one area of the map. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just oh, how to be good at this map, because there's a lot of things that can exactly. go on, right? And he has like segments like character tutorials, mm-hmm. like what is this character now at this mm-hmm. year? Like how does he work now this year? He also has like uh, a character video for Glass, which is Ooh. something that you might be interested in. Okay. Glass of the truth. Just to check the out. Truth. Yeah, yeah, the glass, glass of the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, but uh, like, um, it's informative. It's fun, yeah. and the best thing is that he has examples for each strategy. Like he has real world recorded matches yeah. that applies those strategies, and he explains it thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, um, the way I consume his videos is not something that, ah, this is a strategy. You got to apply it mm-hmm. as is, like one is to mm-hmm. one. But this is basically a video resource to be inspired yeah. and to kind of know how creative you can get exactly, in R6. Yes. So it's, it's, it's essentially a good starting point in checking out um map specific strategies mm-hmm. just to have an idea on how how you can apply this to a map or how people might apply this to map and have a solid defense about it or like a counter strategy for mm-hmm. it so yeah i will i will recommend this uh bad siege strat mm-hmm. but yeah you just have to search b capital a d on youtube b capital a d r6 yeah BADR six, got yeah. Like this sounds like something I can totally get into watching because I need a video explaining each operator. And I clicked on that glass video for a second, and he had a silencer on. I didn't even think to do that, dude. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> like, yeah. the thing about that's gonna silencers, change everything because fucking glass's yeah. gun is so noisy. Holy dude, crap. dude, the thing about silencers in this game and why it's so advantageous to glass is that it doesn't. Like, if you get hit by a gun that has a silencer, it doesn't show you the warning uh, yeah, size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so that's no all, tracers, already a no big, tracers. Yeah, that's already a big, like, help yeah. to oh, yeah. keep hidden. Oh, um, I can't wait yeah. to dive into this. Okay. I love this dude because, like, he's very specific with his strategy. Like, other other uh, R6 creators will be like, oh, the, the idea here is map control or, like, uh, proper rotations. Yeah. Like, very... Um, broad vague yeah, or very vague, broad broad yeah. strats that are like oh try to get this 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 and this but what he does is he makes a specific strategy okay i'm just holding cigar on cafe and this is all the ways that cigar can work for you like all the way the variations to this like um i really kind of appreciate that like how deep you have to think about when you're you're planning a specific hold or a specific strat like um, and like what Mig said, it's great to get inspired with. Like you can do the strats yeah. that he does, but also you learn a lot of the mentality going into the strat of like, ah, he did this strat because he wants to kind of catch people off guard. People don't look here or this and that. So I can apply that when I'm making my own strats, right? So yeah, right. I, f- I feel bad is a really great resource. He's good. good so this is like this like my this like my war owl for Rainbow oh, Six. Only this is more. Part. Okay. This that's, is more specific. 
So because War Owl um, teaches you like general um, CSGO mechanics, mm -hmm. this one is catered to specific map strategies. Cool. So cool. it's it's more deep. It, it's it's deeper. So, I actually yeah. can't wait to start watching it. Yay. That's great. Awesome. Something to binge. Sweet. And I guess that leaves me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, sick. Okay, so I think for today I am going to recommend an anime. Oh. An anime called Emiya Sanchi no Kyo no Gohan, or, or in English it is called Today's Menu for the Emiya Family. Um, and okay. it is, it is <laughs> a, a thirteen-episode uh, anime in the Fate universe. No surprise, surprise. And mm. yeah. And um, okay. I I started watching this with Donna like like uh, a few weeks back and stuff like that, and uh, basically this is a slice of life thirteen episode anime in the Fate universe that is in an alternate universe of Fate of what if no one fought. <laughs> okay. What if everyone Amazing. was just friends and this show is focused on um. Cooking. It's a cooking show. Uh huh. Oh, okay. like it's it's super weird because like no fights, no nothing. The animation budget is still super high. The background quality is still super high. The animation for the food they're making is super high. But the great thing about it is, and uh, the thing I enjoy about it most is that every episode they tackle one dish that Emiya is going to be cooking for all of his friends and family uh, for this day. And they walk you through how to make the dish. And it's basically just a cooking show. And they outline all the ingredients. They outline all of the uh, methods that you need to do in order to cook the thing. They tell you how long to cook it. They tell you everything you need to know. Like, for example, I'm not sure if you guys were looking at my Instagram. But uh, if, if you guys saw that I cooked something uh, that looked like salmon, vegetables, and mushrooms oh. in a foil packet... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I okay. learned that from this anime. <laughs> what? Cool. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um. Episode two is titled "Foil Baked Buttered Salmon and Mushrooms," <laughs> <laughs> and uh -huh. I got the entire recipe by watching this anime. And nice. um, watching this anime has just been like really interesting because it's fate universe characters like Sabers there. They're hanging out with Medusa and shit, and fucking Lancer and shit like that. And Lancer is a fishmonger for some reason. He doesn't fight anymore. <laughs> he just sells fish. Um, okay. But he spearfishes. Uh, get he it? Oh, okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Lancer. Um, yeah. But every episode, like, legitimately teaches you a recipe. Like, for example, episode six is titled My First Hamburg Steak. Or <laughs> episode 12 is One awesome. Pan Roast Beef. Or episode 10, Fried Chicken That's Delicious Even Cold. <laughs> Okay. Huh. Yeah. Um. It's it's super slice of life. It's super chill. It's super relaxing to watch. And if you're just wanting to watch like a chill slice of life anime with fate characters, and you want to learn how to cook, I completely recommend. Uh, I completely recommend today's menu for the Emiya family. And it's interesting because um, this was actually just in the news because uh, uh, because today's menu for the Emiya family has been adapted. Into a video game called Everyday yeah, to Today's mention. Menu for the Emmy Family. And it's releasing on Nintendo Switch on April 28th. 
And it's just really? Cooking Mama with fake characters. <laughs> I actually <laughs> saw the trailer for the game months before the trailer for the anime. Oh, for real? So I don't <laughs> know which came first, but I knew this as a game first. Oh, interesting. No, um, it's, it's an anime first, and the game is just about to come out. Nice. Yeah, mm. so it is a cooking slice of life anime and if you want to see your 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 saber waifu eat some food that, with a ridiculously high animation budget for the food and the animation watch today's menu for the emia family i'm gonna wreck it nice sick and i think that's an episode gang that's an episode boys oh, we're yeah. getting there 82. 82. 82 that's like 18 away from 100 oh, oh. shit Good lord, we've already passed the exam. Oh, above 75. Shit, right. Oh, yeah. Look at the oh, brain on us. Yeah. We cheated a little bit, though. Did we? Kind of. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, no. We overexcelled. We have bonus as you episodes. Learn, That's true. Right? That's true. Learn from the cheating. Yeah, bonus episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't get spoon fed. You got to learn, even if it's cheat. Just don't cheat too much. All right. <laughs> So just don't get caught. If you'd like if you'd like to learn how to cheat and learn at the same uh-huh. time, where can you find more episodes of this show? In order to find more episodes of this what's wrong with me? In order to find more episodes of this show, if you're already listening, you're probably listening on one of our platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, Gone Six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow Huzzah. Um, um, and, and anywhere wide. you can find podcasts really just go to any podcatcher go to your um, Apple podcasts go to your yep. uh, Android podcast app go to your Spotify go to anything where podcasts live and type Good Trades Brigade and you can find us yay nice and for people who would like to help support the show keep it going keep the lights on where can they do that, Rafi? Oh my god, they can do that on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Good Trades Brigade. Simple. Easy. Very nice. And I know it, you know it, and that's... Speaking of, you thank idiot. you for we our... We all know it. Know it. <laughs> Speaking of, thanks to our mm. patrons who have supported us, uh, Mr. Jern yes. and Mr. Charlie, hey. who's Very been nice. supporting us. Uh, Throughout the the year, throughout so these troublesome times, too. Yep, love ya. They still keep it going. They keep it going. Yeah, they still keeping us going. They Hopefully, they it. catch this episode too. Appreciate it. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. And if they would just like to find random antics about stuff we're doing uh, or updates from the show, where can they follow us on the Soak Meds Migs? We got our Facebook page, which is Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brigade. We have Twitter, uh, GT Brigade. Um, we're also on Instagram. But we have, we, we, we got update Instagram. Good Trades Podcast. Um, we have a YouTube channel also to check out some of our VODs and some of our um, non-podcast content, such as videos about Magic the Gathering, uh, other hobbies and all that video game content. So we can do that. You can check out youtube.com slash good trades brigade. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And, and last of course, but not least. Yes, on Twitch, where they can catch the show live every fortnight. 
Mm-hmm. The meaning the of the word is once every two weeks for those who don't know. Mm, but we spell it podcast. But we spell it like the game for the search engine optimization. <laughs> yeah. Do we? I actually I I couldn't also just to confuse myself me. with the real meaning. So I don't know. Um put put yeah. them put them uh together. Make it Fortnite N I G H T E. No, let's make it worse. Fourth night. The fourth night. K N I G H T E. Every fourth night is like the opposite of a fortnight. It's like Batman, but if he's the fourth one. We're the four nights, right? We're the four nights of the Good Trades Of the Good Trades Round Table. Right? The square table. Right? We there. there this, this might be. This yeah. might be a new thing. This is great. May I yeah, be Lancelot? Uh, we usually we usually stream on 10 p.m.s mm-hmm. on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Then the audio yep. version goes up like on Tuesday to Wednesday on the average. Yeah. Yep. On all the things. But yeah, that's been episode 82, 82. of the Good Trades Podcast. Ooh. What do we tell people when we release them from this mortal coil? And that they must win. Keep it going. Keep it going. Good luck. Uh, what? <laughs> I mean, keep it going. <laughs> and for all those operators out there, what's what's the good word to tell them? Be ambitious, uh, baby. Check your corners. Up for a last stop. There you go. <laughs> check, check your, your corners. corners. <laughs> so even though you're not in that yeah. game. That's it, everybody. Bye. 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 What if I put a silencer on a sword? Fun fact, fun fact. The U.S. military was doing research into a sound-based weapon called the Brown Note, wherein oh, they were experimenting this. with um, 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 frequencies and sound waves that would make you lose control of your bowels yeah. when the sound Ew. is pointed at you. Ew. Oh, no. That's, <laughs> that's unpleasant. A yeah, shark gun? A shark gun. Yeah. What the fuck? A shark gun. Looking yeah. forward to it in shark. the next episode of Rainbow Six. <laughs> the new gadget. New- That's the next, the next gadget. I can't <laughs> wait for the new operator, Brown Note. <laughs> <laughs> With this shark oh, no. gun. <laughs>